World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy. Who wants to walk with Elias? says I just whipped your ass. What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. I am the game. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. It is Thursday, September 20th, 2018. We are... The podcast of the millennium. We have tons to talk about this week, including The Beast Ruins Everything, Farewell, Woken Warrior, and How Much Is Too Much. But first, our show is brought to you by QB54. Football season is here, and it's time for you to get ready for tailgate parties and weekend pre-games with the best game that money can buy. Go to playqb54.com and use promo code PODCAST to get 20% off of your order. Again, that is playqb54.com. Use promo code PODCAST to get 20% off of your order. Get in the game today. Ryan, Tim, and Jim here with you guys. How you doing this week? I just realized my name doesn't rhyme as well as Tim and Jim. No, no, it doesn't. It's it does not. It, it, it's a perfect middle name to separate us. Because if you go Jim, Tim, and Ryan, it's like, ugh. He went Ryan, Tim, and Jim. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like I switch it up. Yeah. I switch it up from time to time. Perhaps. But, you know, it is what it is. It is. I'm not upset. It's it just is. names. I don't care where I get named. It, I mean, d- it do what it do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not named in the show intro, so. But it's, that's also true. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll take it. it working on it. Working that's on fine. it. You know, we're getting we're getting up to speed here in where the new studio. Where is Mark? You think he'd be able to make it out to a show now that Hershey Park's closed? Oh, don't remind him. Hershey Park is no longer. He's still in mourning. He's still in mourning. Don't remind him. Don't remind him. You speak it into existence. (laughs) In just a few minutes, we have uh, a guest joining us tonight. Red Velvet will be joining us. No, Ryan, not the cake. I love Red Velvet. It it is tasty, and we (laughs) clearly... Um, and Black Velvet, that's one of my favorite songs. I love that. So we were Black talking about Velvet that is, a couple weeks ago, actually. Black Velvet is a great song as well. Uh, only one indie show on the docket this weekend. That is tomorrow night. Uh, GCW presents Manjana. Live Fast, Die Young uh, at House of Independence in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Ooh, great venue, great great little town there. Um, so make sure you check that out. You can find uh, all the shows Manjana, that we down. will either be attending or... A part of, part of or, uh, you know, just endorse at, over at threecountthursday.com. That's our website. Go you can check that watch. schedule. You can check out Intern Marks, WCW, uh, and much, much more. We have merchandise. We have our collar and elbow brand deal. I don't have the hat on this week. I got my Bullet Club hat on. Oh, that's, okay. um, that's acceptable. But uh, you can use promo code 3COUNT over at collar and elbow brand 
Com. Get 10% get? off your order. And it's the number three, never the word. Oh, yeah. Right? Always always the number three. Uh, we got some people in the live chat. Um, welcome into the show. If you're following along, give us a like and a share. We'd appreciate that. Oh, we would love that. Get more people involved. Um, yeah, Robert, um, I was going to touch on that here real quick before we get to our guest. A um, little bit of sad news today. Um, a, a company that we've uh, worked for for quite a while, Pro Wrestling Empire, uh, here in Central PA, based pretty much out of Harrisburg the whole time, uh, a couple venues here and there, um, but posted a, a post earlier over at facebook.com slash pro wrestling empire LLC, uh, that they are, uh, ceasing operations. The, the, the owner of the company, uh, just said a little too much on his plate from a work and family standpoint. And, uh, you know, Colin's been really good to us over the past and, uh, we appreciate everything they've done for us. We, we've been proud to, to call the action for, uh, well over, uh, you know, a year and a half, two years now. So, um, you know, it's, it's a bummer. It's sad. It's another company around here. That's, um, you know, not in place anymore. There's, there's still a few great companies around CCWs here. Stellar pro wrestling is here. Of course, ACW and rogue, um, are around there to show this past weekend. Um, so there's still plenty of independent pro wrestling here in central PA, but, uh, one company less, uh, as of today. So we want to again, thank, um, Pro Wrestling Empire for everything they've uh, they've done for us and we've been able to do for them over the past few years. Yeah, while I didn't really have much of an impact with PWE like you all did, I know how much that 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 promotion meant to you guys. Um, I mean, all the history, all the all the cool, fun things that you were able to do um, with PWE. It's it's a real shame. It, it sucks when uh, a place you enjoy. Um, Folds up shop and yeah, absolutely. And and yes, Frank, I apologize. Don't want to forget PPW up there in Hazleton as well is another great company in this area that we uh, that we love. And hell, maybe um, you know that that's an opportunity because now we have an open date on October October twentieth. So maybe we'll get a uh, finally get that trip up to PPW we wanted to do. Indeed, man of many words tonight, Ryan. We. Um, you oh, you want to try me? You just need to drink right out this bottle. No, I bottle. don't. I do not. We're gonna, we can find out how little, how, no. how little I can. We're gonna. Are, are we gonna be that way? Again? No, I'm, no, just, I'm just saying we can. Come on, man. Um, we can right make during it. this interview, be like, train you. I. Um. It's uh, ACW Rogue was this past weekend, correct? Indeed. Oh my god. Yup. <laughs> Yerp. Uh, what, what, Yerp. what was some of the uh, the action to come out of there, Ryan? He fought him. <laughs> she fought her. Title, title match. Collar on elbow tie. Lock up. Whip. Drop down. Irish whip. German whip. Kick out at two. Kick out at two. Kick out at three, but the ref only stopped counting at two. Lou Fister. Tate Hammer, they were all there. I don't even know what's happening right now. I, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, so yeah, it was, it was a little piece of heaven out there in Stevens, Pennsylvania. Uh, we have a new uh, ACW heavyweight champion. That's wild. Not many people saw that coming, I guess you can say. Uh, really, really uh, surprising end there when uh, Victor Benjamin, who made his ACW debut... Got put in the main event, and that's the sound when you get put to the main event. What was? Uh, what is the sound? He, like? he was in a match, and he goes, 
got okay. put into a in different the, into main, the main event. event. Right? Is and, there a sound if you get removed from the main event? Yeah. Okay. And so he, so Teddy Hart was not able to make it. So okay. Teddy Hart, he went out. And, and so it was uh, G. Raver, who was your number one contender. He was already in the championship. He was match, in there. So he didn't get put in. He didn't get put in. But Victor Benjamin, All right. that wasn't as loud. That wasn't as loud. Put, and then Bro Keller also got he inserted. He got put in as well. Correct. So it was a three, a three-way dance for the ACW, the so, vacant then. So two guys were, were in, one guy. No, had, no, no. Jesus, Jim. No, from the, from the, from the, originally, it was two guys in, right, right. and then Teddy one Hart, guy went out. Thunderdome. And then, and then two guys, new guys went in. So then it was a three-way dance. A three-way dance. All right, gotcha. Three-way dance. Okay. Jim, you know who likes to, you and know, who, has, who has the dance questions? I have the dance, questions. the dance questions. I'm a tiny dancer. Also, um, I just, I've been remiss. Can somebody help me out here? Um, I've been thinking about uh, like a early eight, late eighties, early nineties TV show um, with with. I, three. I don't. I don't have the volume up on that yet. That's too. fine because I'm just gonna. I just need to see if anybody's there. Uh, there's three daughters. Um, there's also um, three dudes in the house. One's like a one's like a musician. One's a comedian, and one is is like a newsman. But what's the name of the newsman? What's his What's his name? Are you talking about the fucking Brady Bunch? No, 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 no. Oh. Like it was on Are Nick you at about Night. Step by step? No, not step by step. Um, they just had a rerun, uh, not a rerun, but like a spinoff that got put on Netflix. Full House. Yeah, but what's the name of the main dude? What's his name? And I'm, I'm I mean, I know what you're doing here. I don't know what you're doing here. What's I, his? I know what you're doing, but what I'm telling you is, I know. is it Dave Coulier? Not Dave Coulier. Is, is I, it is Dave I, Coulier? Because I don't have the volume up. You know, so Jim's, I know. on the on the soundboard on the on the on the so what, on, on the sound on the, drops. So you're saying cut it out? That's what I'm saying. Okay, well we'll revisit that. Mike, Mike's got you though. Mike's got me. And we'll we'll get there. Mike knows. eventually. I just have to remember. I'll try to remember by we'll the time try, by the time we're done. Was it Uncle Jesse? He had like was it the Rippers? Is he that had Jesse and the Rippers. Yes, so it was it really was, good. Is that the... what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, DJ Tanner. DJ Tanner. But that was Stephanie Tanner on the New Fuller House. Stephanie Tanner was a DJ, and her DJ name was DJ Tanner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 But I can't remember. I did not enjoy Fuller House. You didn't. Oh come on. Didn't love it. No. no they tried really, I'll, really hard. For I'll me tell to you. Like I'll tell play. you why you need to pay attention to Fuller House offline. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Yep. And it's kind of weird. Trying. No, did you enjoy the Boy Meets World makeover? Girl I meets did. Whatever they I mean. did. I also enjoy Fuller House. Oh, okay. Like, here's the thing. It's, I mean, almost obnoxiously cheesy. My name yeah, is Carly Rae but like, Jepsen doing but then again, the song. Full House So was, was Full House. Yeah. Right. right. Like, that, like, that's the, the thing. Boy. We enjoyed Full House because we were kids. I can only imagine that, like, if your parents were like you, they were probably watching Full House going... Oh, God, I gotta watch this shit again this week. Yeah, probably. Yeah, Thanks a lot, Ryan. There's no family like this. Get out of here. It's ridiculous. So, dude, the, probably the match of the night was uh, okay, we're done. Shotzi Blackheart taking on uh, Jenny Rose. That was a fantastic. That had to be a great match. It was a fantastic tussle, Absolute if you will. That was really good. Was awesome. Lufisto versus Lady Frost was really good. Lady Frost, who wrestled on Raw... Against Asuka. Azuka. Azuka. And Lady Frost was our Instagram woman of the week last she week. She was. Wow. That's correct. Crazy how this world is. It's around. amazing. Yeah. We do we do a decent job sometimes around here. I don't know. Sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes. 
How about a thumbs up if we do a decent job? Like, not even good. I'm yeah. just saying straight yeah, we're, decent. Uh, like, Can you give us a thumbs up for a decent job? I feel like we know we don't do a, a good job. I mean, Scotty's not here to tell us we're better than the Pritchard show this week. Here's so the deal. Like, I feel a little let it's down. It's the Browns and the Jets. You might as well just listen to us because that game's trash. Has Look, there been a touchdown actually, in that game yet? Like that is legit Dookie Juice. Yeah, come on, man! It can't be Dookie Juice. It ain't, it ain't that bad. Hold on, let me see. Here's the thing: if you like a defensive matchup, oh you, no, I'm losing points. This isn't good. or an when you hit me with a zero versus zero, I will let you know it's Dookie. It's fourteen zero actually. It's got to be the Jets. Jets. Oh, okay, yeah. the like the Browns fans were so optimistic. I, I don't understand how at this point, but they were so optimistic because they were favored to win. Uh, and I assume that was the first time that's happened in, like, a very long time as well. But, unfortunately for them, like, the Jets or the Browns are the Browns. But we're not we're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk about pro wrestling. But what if I wanted to talk about football? Like, well, what would I have to tune into? Well, you, you could tune in on, on Wednesday nights uh, to the Huddle Up podcast, which I do on Where, Wednesday night. Oh, you do that? Yes. Is it here? No, it's at Facebook.com slash Huddle Up Podcast. Oh. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about wrestling. NGS Esports. Yes, thank you. We're also here to talk to our guest, Red Velvet, who joins us on the line now. Welcome into Three Count Thursday, Red Velvet. How are you doing this evening? Hello. I'm good. Thank you for having me. Uh, we are happy that you could join us here on this really Thursday welcome. night. Um, the, the first thing that uh, I think is probably best for those that are uh, – unaware of you and, and who you are is, is kind of your your background like what you know when would you say pro wrestling kind of first grabbed hold of you and said you know th- like you were like this this is what I want to do you know the these people are influencing me like like what grabbed hold of you uh from the wrestling business well I started watching wrestling since I was nine with my mom so I think that's when it grabbed my attention uh, I started watching uh, during that time. It was a lot like uh, the Lita, Trish era, Molly Holly. So I think them three were like um, the ones that really uh, grabbed my attention that I was like, I want to do this. Um, I grew apart from wrestling a little bit after that. You know, you grow up and stuff like that. Sure. But uh, it was towards 2015 uh, when I tried out for Tough Enough that, um, you know, I got pretty far i didn't get on the show you know the tryout experience i got pretty far i didn't get on the show but uh i used that experience uh i think it was um it had such good feedback everybody was giving me such good feedback that i was like okay like let's do this you know for real like let's get into it so 2015 on is when i started uh, my wrestling journey but definitely uh lita trish and molly holly were the ones that uh, really caught my eye that that women you know, we're wrestling at that time and can be great at it. Sure. Now, once you decided that you wanted to try it yourself and wrestling was for you, what was your next step? Like, how did you go uh, about choosing a trainer and actually breaking in to the crazy world yeah. of pro wrestling? Uh, I didn't know, like, I loved wrestling and I knew it as a fan. I knew nothing about the business. So I literally started from scratch. I went straight to the internet. I looked at uh, different schools uh, around where I lived. I live in Miami, so at the time, there was no, like, available schools. So I even, like, made plans, like, move up towards, you know, like, Orlando area to look for schools. Um, I came across uh, one school that was 
still open in Miami. So I called. That's how I met my first trainer, uh, La Rosa Negra. And uh, she was fortunate enough, you know, she got booked to go to Japan. So she put me in the hands of my current two trainers now, which are JB Cool and Soman Alex G. And um, it's been the best since then. I started with Rosa in June of about 2016. And then uh, I transitioned to uh, getting into JB school in Florida, in Miami, Florida, and uh, it just took off from there. But uh, definitely I did a lot of research. I did a lot of research with more like what was convenient at the time mm-hmm. with my area. Pricing is, is big, you know, at the time because it's, it's not cheap. So, And I knew nothing about it. So I didn't know if I was like getting ripped off in one place sure. or what was the adequate. So I kind of just went in uh raw because i didn't really have any clue i didn't even have a clue that wrestling schools existed like sure, i if sure. i knew that i would have probably wrestled at like 16 years yep. old so so just yeah. just breaking in doors opening up for you what was the most important piece of advice that you were given starting out starting out best advice is uh ears open mouth closed mm. That's that it. Yep. You're going to learn, especially not knowing anything. I didn't come in with any expectations. I literally just came in as a sponge, soaking up as much knowledge as possible because it was something I knew nothing about. So I had to literally learn from scratch. Sure. Yeah, that's a solid life lesson, just that you can use that that uh, ears open, mouth closed protocol for a lot of things in life. I'm sure it, it, it does, way, it does yeah. way better in, in uh, the pro wrestling world. But uh, before training, I, I know you also have a, a passion for dance. Uh, it's, a, it's something we're yeah. seeing. It's a lot more in common now with, with professional wrestlers now. Um, how were you able to translate your uh, experience and your love of dancing into wrestling when you first started training? And how is that still impacting uh, the way you perform today? Well, um, dance, I think I wouldn't be the wrestler I am today if it wasn't for dance. So I'm more like I'm very fortunate that I trained dance for so long because Going into the wrestling business, I definitely already had um, the discipline. You know, I had uh, the advantage of, like, flexibility, the advantage of just being completely aware of my body. Like, I've been dancing for 10-plus years, so nobody knows my body better than me. So I went into wrestling with very fearlessly. You know, I danced with a lot of partners. I did cheerleading. So I wasn't afraid to fall. I wasn't afraid to roll and, and you need that in the beginning stages of wrestling to learn how to rule and all that. So I think it was uh, an advantage because a lot of things did come kind of easy for me because of the dance training that I had. I incorporate dance in everything that comes with Red Velvet. That is an essential part of Red Velvet and who she is. Um, my finisher is a split leg leg grab turn. I don't know how to explain that. It's like I do a spinning leg grab turn and then I hit a split on the person's back. So that definitely comes with the aid of uh, dance. Oh, yeah. My entrance, you know, I bust in a couple moves in there. I always, always uh, try to tweak certain moves. And if I can add even like not dance moves, like moving side to side, but just like 
the flexibility or different kicks and stuff like that that I used to do before in dance, I'll throw that in there because I think uh, it helps in definitely making me different and just making my style me. Awesome. Sure. Jim, uh, what was the last time you did a split? Um, there was that one time <laughs> in, in church softball when I was playing first base and I went to make a, a stretch oh, yeah. and my legs slipped out. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That, that, game, en- that game ended in the first <laughs> inning for me. Um, yeah. That, just hearing like hearing that move just sounded very, very painful. I got like a cramp in my, where my hip would be <laughs> if, if I, if I had a hip. Um, now let's take a, let's take a little trip, uh, down memory lane here and, 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 and go back to when you actually had your first match. Um, you know, kind of, if you can kind of recall, like what, what exactly like was going through your mind and, um, you know, you, you were training and you were working at this for a while. Um, you know, what, what kind of went through your mind and, you know, how, how much nerves were there? Or were you just ready to go? Um, the nerves were definitely prior, like night before I did not sleep. I was like, not a nervous wreck, but definitely like, I just didn't know what to expect. Um, my first debut match was really, really early on. Uh, it was two months in. I was just fresh, green. So uh, definitely, like, everyone's going to be nervous for their first match, but I was just extra nervous because I was so new. Um, as far as, like, when I went, you know, towards the match, like, preparing for it, I had only prepared two months. You know, they kind of threw me in there, like, hey, we, you've been working hard. We think you deserve it. So uh, when I got there, I made sure, like, I had a lot of family and friends come. So that was kind of, like, a little bit comforting because I was, like, you know, relying on something I already knew. Like, my family, my friends, I had a lot of support. The audience, I wasn't too afraid of because of dance. Like, I'm not shy when it comes to people. I love to do shows. I love to grab the attention. So uh, the toughest part was just, like, trying not to freak out like during the match you know because I was so new so I had to just completely trust the other person which is something I'm not used to because you know I didn't know but it was great I I'll always remember it it was almost three years ago and uh, it was definitely one of the matches that I, I don't think I'll ever forget awesome now uh, we were introduced to you as a three count Thursday um, from from your work down in FEW down in Maryland, or I'm sorry, down in uh, Miami, um, where you debuted. I'm new at this. Where you debuted against TNA's Rebel. Um, yeah. What were your feelings heading into that match? Uh, you know, given your opponent and, and the exposure that she's had. Um, it was definitely. Uh, I felt like I had a lot to commit to. Like I didn't want to go in there and just completely embarrass myself because of the reputation that she has. So it was uh, a little uh, scary at first, but, um, you know, she, she was a great person, great worker. Uh, the experience was amazing. And um, her knowing that I was so new, she was still very uh, comforting, you know. And um, it was it was such a good lesson. You know, I learned a lot from being at the ring with her and, and trusting her. It was it was great. She's awesome. Um I had a second match with her after a couple, uh, like a year after that, and seeing her a second time, it was like, you can see the difference of just how many months had gone by, but it was great to, to get in the ring with her a second time. Awesome. Yeah, I know there's a lot of wrestling companies up and down the East Coast, and, and now with, with Florida starting to become more of a, more of a hotbed, uh, and also just the, 
the reinvigorance of uh, women's wrestling. Um, have you been able to use that use that uh, to your advantage as far as uh, getting around and finding promotions that uh, it's best place for you to hone your craft? I think it's a it's a great advantage that I live in Florida and there is so many companies, uh, but it's like a blessing and a curse sometimes because it depends. Every company, I think, sometimes has a different investment when it comes to uh, superstars. You know, mm-hmm. some are getting pushed more than others. So I'm very fortunate to have a bunch of options and I definitely, uh, it's in my goal to check off, if I can check off every company in Florida, then I will. You know, so um, I definitely take advantage of that situation, and I'm very fortunate that I'm in an area that that does have a lot of uh, companies that are competing with each other and and running uh, frequently. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You're listening to Three Count Thursday here with our guest, Red Velvet, uh, here tonight. Um, Now, most fans, obviously, like we said, know you as Red Velvet, which perfectly uh, fits with your hair. Uh, which (laughs) Which came first, the idea for the name or the hairstyle? Uh, actually, the hair came first. I was um, had just like finished college and stuff like that. I was always like very like good girl, brown hair. So I was like, look, I just finished college. Like I'm getting into adulthood. Like I want to change. So I just like went redhead because I never thought I would. Mm-hmm. And uh, the nickname came after the hair. So um, it was actually when I was trying out for Tough Enough, I was with my friends who were recording the video for me. And they're like, what are you going to, you know, are you going to use your regular name? Have you came up with a name? And I'm like, no, I don't really have anything right now. And uh, my friend was like, well, you know, you're sweet. You know, you got that, like, beautiful brown skin, like that hair. He's like, you remind me of, like, a red velvet cake or a red velvet cupcake because I am kind of short. So it just took off from there and uh just like my personality and the type of person i am it just resembles a cake you know i'm sweet you know everybody's little guilty pleasure you want to have me but sometimes you can't you know like i like to call myself the five foot fine sweeter than wine red velvet cake but uh definitely name came after the hair hair was first but the hair made it just take off and and then to to go along with the name uh you know you're built as straight out of your mama's kitchen does that kind of go along with the with the cake and all of that, is that where that came from? Absolutely. Uh, that comes along with the cake. Uh, I think it throws on a little bit of just my heritage. You know, I'm Hispanic. A lot of people uh, don't know I'm Hispanic, but yeah, I'm Hispanic, proud Colombian, Dominican. So I think like being straight out of your mama's kitchen, everyone loves mom's cooking. Like, especially if your mom's cooking, you know, has that sazon, that flavor. Like, I definitely like to throw in, you know, that Spanish fly into uh, my name and, and being straight out of your mama's kitchen because everybody loves mom's cooking. There's nothing like mom's cooking. So. And I don't want to be from anywhere regular. Like, that's boring. Right. Sure Everyone that. I ask most likely will always remember where I'm built from because it's different. Right. That stands out. God damn, I love red velvet cake. <laughs> I, I thought that we're on the topic. <laughs> right? I wasn't going to bring I it up, but yeah, it's probably my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, you wrestled in it's a ton of a ton of different matches, and and on your Instagram you said you had a hardcore match that involved like an ironing board and and Legos. Um, I've, yes. I've stepped on a Lego. That's not pleasant. Like <laughs> that's not good. That's not good at all. No. How'd you end up in that? It's not. 
Um, we were actually having in Fighting Illusion Wrestling, we have a people show where the people are completely in charge. The fans call the shots. So the fans get to pick um, who wrestles and in what type of match. So it's like they draw names out of a hat. And I was picked to be in a hardcore match. So uh, I was actually in a hardcore match with five guys. And in the beginning of the match, they, like, completely kicked me out of the match. They were like, you're a woman. Like, you don't deserve to be here. Like, oh, straight out of your mom's kitchen, go home and cook. So they kicked me out. So I was like, okay, like, I'm going to let them do their thing. And they think, you know, they thought that they were going to get rid of me. So uh, one of the guys covered the other guy, and he thought he won. But uh, I just made a sneak attack. And I first thing I found backstage was the ironing board. So I was like, you wanted, he was the one that specifically had kicked me out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had a good time giving him a good kick to the, to the nuts and hitting him with, with the iron board. And, and that's how I took the match. There you so go. I had to do what I had to do. The old nuts ironing board. One, two combo. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened. Yeah. yeah that's happened when it happens. I hear you. Um, are there any styles of, of matches that you haven't participated in yet that you're like, I really want to try that. Or I want, I want to give that a shot. You know, everyone calls me crazy, but I want to be, uh, I want to be involved in a tables and ladders match and a cage match. I said that I have to, cannot go through my entire wrestling career without going through a table. And everyone's like, well, why would you ever want to go through a table? And I was like, uh, I cannot call myself a wrestler if I don't go through a table at some point in my career, you know? Sure. So I'm definitely looking forward to a tables and ladders match. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Along with the various types of match types you've been in, you've also uh, had some time traveling, including some in, uh, international stops. Uh, I know that um, one of my favorite quotes from wrestlers is, uh, I remember Roman Reigns said that as a wrestler, you travel the world and, and you, you're so many places, but you don't see anything. Like you just, you go to places. So where are some places that you've been able to wrestle and also uh, experience some of the place that you've been at? Um in that regard? Well, um, with my home promotion, it's uh, the one because it is so close to home that I work with the most frequently. Um, I've been able to go to Santo Domingo and Haiti with them. Uh, We have also like an upcoming trip to Israel and Morocco, but um, I've been to DR with them a couple times, maybe like five times. So in between those times, I've really gotten to uh, explore uh, Santo Domingo uh, a lot, but yeah, Haiti, I didn't have too much time there, so I couldn't really, it did happen just so fast that I didn't really get to like eat their food or grasp the culture, mm-hmm. but um, I, I have had some time in VR, so I've been able to like eat the food, you know, party with like Dominican sound stuff, so it's been great. Yeah, I have I have a couple of Dominican friends, uh, actually from the Dominican Republic, and they're just telling, uh, hearing them talk about stories of just where they literally shut down whole streets and just oh, yeah. have cookouts Amazing. and dance and have a great time. So I'm sure that you would have fit right in with all that sort of life in the DR. So absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now Hispanic Heritage Month uh, kicked off this past Saturday, and we know how important. Uh, wrestling is in the uh, Hispanic community and culture. Um, growing up, did you uh, notice the this appreciation uh, of wrestling from your family or friends? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, my like, I started wrestling, watching wrestling with my mom, and everyone's like, "Your mom, like, you know, moms are usually the ones that don't want to see any violence." But she fell in love with it, 
And I've been grateful that she's been uh, my rock since. My dad, um, he was a professional boxer. He got a little sick, so he has never actually been able to see me wrestle. But uh, my family in Colombia, uh, they're always cheering me on, even though they can't, like, uh, go to the matches. They'll still watch it because they usually get live streams. And my family's such a good support system. So I've always had them there. They've always been so proud to to have me rep my Colombian culture mm-hmm. uh, when I wrestle as well. You know, I cut whenever I get a chance. You know, I cut Spanish promos, promos in Spanish. I don't ever hide the fact that I'm Hispanic. I'm very proud. Awesome. Awesome. This yeah. is the, uh, the the time of the of the podcast, of, of every podcast interview where we, uh, I don't know, I love, I love hearing the answers. If you had any, <laughs> any dream match, who would you wrestle and why? Oh, uh, that's a tough one. Um, I think everyone has, like, sir, I would love to face, if I could face any uh, female superstar, I would, because there's just so much incredible talent out there. Mm-hmm. If I had to put my finger on one, I would uh, maybe love to wrestle uh, Molly Holly, only because I watched her wrestle growing up, and um, just to see how... Uh, she stayed so true to herself throughout her entire wrestling career because the business, uh, you know, it does have its sides to it that it could, you know, have its negative and positive. She just was one person that just completely remained herself the entire time. And she was so talented, so, so talented in everything that she did. So uh, I would love to get in the ring with her. There's so many more women, but if I had to pick one, I would pick Molly Holly. One of my favorites. Yeah, absolutely. A great answer yeah. there. Uh, as we kind of wrap up here, Red Velvet, again, we thank you for joining us. But uh, before we let you go, we want, we want to give you an opportunity to let people uh, find out where they can follow you on social media, keep up with everything that you're doing. And uh, if you have any events, uh, bookings coming up, please uh, let people know where they can find you as well. Absolutely. Uh, I'll start off for, uh, for saying thank you for having me and thank you to everyone who's listening in. Mm-hmm fans that are listening in if you do want to see me come to your home state please you know go on my social media feel free to tag promotions and let them know that you want the five foot five sweeter than wine red velvet cake in your state and i will make it my business to get booked in that state you guys can follow me on instagram at love velvet that's l-a underscore velvet with two t's my facebook right now is Red Velvet with two T's, my athletic page. And if you want to see my current matches, right now I have a majority of them on the Fighting Evolution Wrestling YouTube page. I will be this Sunday wrestling at uh, Gangrel's Wrestling Asylum in Miami, Florida. And October 20th, I will be in Port St. Lucie with Fighting Evolution Wrestling. So make sure you guys tag promotions. And tag me on Instagram so I can follow what promotion you guys want to see me at next. Yeah, absolutely. Red Velvet, again, thank you for joining us uh, here tonight. And we look to uh, look forward to talking in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great gracias, night. Gracias, gracias. You too. Have a great night. So again, thank you to Red Velvet for joining us here tonight on Three Count Thursday. We appreciate all the interaction and, and all that on the uh, on the live video. So if you are doing that, make sure you like and share. Get as many people uh, in here as possible. Of course, uh, you know Chris said, "Look at that winner's shirt." Of course, we are proud members of the uh, of the winners' army. I, I think 
I think Andy announced he's uh, going to be running for president. I saw that. I'd love to get Andy on the phone one of these. We uh, we one should of these, one of these weeks. We'll get uh, we'll get weeks. Andy. back I know it's on. not nice to ask who you'd be voting for, but if you had to vote between the winner and and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, uh, I don't have a Rocky T-shirt hanging here. But I ain't never seen him in the Fast and Furious. Um. We're talking about the presidency. We're not talking about movies. I mean, the, the, the movie's great and all, but I mean, winner. But winner. But it's The Rock. Winner. It's that simple. Winner. All right. So you're going the movie route is why you would want The Rock. Well, that's just one. Okay, give me another reason to vote for The Rock over the winner, Andy Weinberg. He just released a gigantic new project in for uh, Under Armour, and I'm very motivated by it. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, the winner Andy Weinberg has these really awesome winter shirts, which um, is just like under probably better than I mean Under I, Armour. I think better than. I'll tell you this much: much more affordable. Absolutely. Than under Armour, Matt. Um, For sure. Which which brand is better, um, Under Armour or Winner Andy Weinberg apparel? Uh oh. Matt, you with Shit, us? We lost Matt. Did we lose Matt? Oh, I think Under Armour is fantastic. No, none of that fake news bullshit, there, Tim. Oh, Wait, what do you mean? This is I'm I'm Matt. All right, we gotta. Look, Scott thinks Under Armour is trash. He also wants Jim as president, which is odd. Me as president? God no. Um, yeah, that that. I mean, I would I would vote for The Rock if he ran. Like, yeah, I and was... and. The winner, Andy Weinberg, for some reason, bowed out. Like if maybe the DNC or the RNC fucked up again and put the wrong people to elect. Uh, let's see. If, is Matt with us now? Yeah. Matt, please. I don't understand. Bye, uh, I can't hear him. On. I can't hear the man. Yeah, can't hear you. His Under Armour is great. And so is The Rock. No, stop it. President Rocky. Like I, I, can, I can hear that Like there's a connection, but I can't hear. Yeah. I can't hear him. I'm, I'm right here. I don't understand. Look over here. I wonder what the Rock. Scotty just asked that. I wonder what the Rock's like political views actually are. I don't know. I. I mean, probably less grab him by the pussy, but way less. I mean, probably way less than I. I God, I would hope so. Yeah, way you less. know, like. <laughs> I don't know. I know there was hey, talks Charlie's of him. I know there Charlie? was talks of him seriously considering running for president. But wasn't that like with him and like Stephen Colbert or somebody? Like I heard. No, it was... it was even better. It was him and Tom Hanks. Oh, Tom Hanks. That's what it was. Oh, see, yo, Rock Hanks. You know, for okay. 2020. Like, why not, dude? Why yeah. not? How much more fucked up can we get? <laughs> Fuck it. Right. Exactly. Let's just exactly. Roll the what, dice. what? And then 20, 2024 is going to be. Uh, the Furby and the Tickle Me Elmo. Hey, fuck it. What you sure? Wow. Goodbye, goodbye, cruel world. <laughs> that made me scared. No, no. So I'm Man, trying that's to. exciting. Uh, red velvet. Let's talk about. Let's talk so about happy. all the good ways you can eat red velvet. Right, see, red try velvet one more cake. time on Matt here. Red velvet. Matt, cupcakes. are you with us? Third time. Red velvet whoopie pies. God dang it! The Night and Day Diner here in Lancaster has a red velvet cheesecake, which is fucking delicious. Mm, F-bomb. Love. Have you had the red velvet cheesecake? You wouldn't understand. I don't like, I, I don't care for red velvet cake, nor do I care for cheesecake all that much. Who the 
What kind of fat guy are you? You also I mean, don't do red beet eggs. Which no, I don't. I left them at your house. I know you did. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they're, they're already gone. I believe it. I hope you're remediating. All right, let's no, try. There's no way. It. Let's try one more time with Matt here. I think, I think we got to figure it out. Matt, are you with us? Jim, why are you fucking with Matt? Seriously, like you're not even doing just, anything. You're, he, you're pretending to do stuff on the computer. He he's literally just called in on the same line that Red Velvet was on. You have her turned down. Him turned down. No, I don't. I do not. Yeah, you're turned down though. I see you. No, this is the one he's on. So like when I hit this, English motherfucker, do you speak it? Like. We're not talking about English, talking about technology. I don't know. I don't get, I don't understand. Hey, but the soundboard works. The guy, what's his name from, from Full House? I think he just hung up on you now. That what's was his name? Bob! Saget. Yeah, that one. Bob. Yeah. He's there. Cool. Thanks. Let's talk, I about, just need a let's talk about cake more. What other kind of cakes do you guys like? I love, I love, and I also make a delicious Eclair cake. Oh, that sounds tasty. I like eclairs. Eclair cake is mm. the best. It's no bake. I love no bake cakes. Yeah, man. You literally just whip up some French vanilla pudding and mm. cool whip to make the the the, the filling. If you can't tell. And we're then trying it's, to. It's graham graham cracker, okay. French vanilla pudding, cool whip mix. Another layer of graham cracker, another layer of pudding, graham cracker. The sheet is gone, and then you ice the top with. Chocolate icing after you've let the whole cake congeal. Mm. That's the best time to apply your Ooh. creamy chocolate topping. Chocolate, All right, F chocolate. it. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the things we were going to talk about. If icing. Matt calls back, we will try also to cream cake. We'll try. We're not we're not talking about cake all night. It but, worked for Paulina. Oh, pizza. Uh, but, yeah, dude. Yeah. Favorite type of pies. Caller, you're in. What's your favorite type of pie? I think no, that would we don't be have a fun color. show. Oh, we don't have, oh, that's right. We can't get Matt, though, even more. <laughs> right. Yeah, that would, be, that would be... Virtual caller. Type in your answer. <laughs> sure. Favorite type of pie. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's go back to this past Sunday. Hell in a Cell. Um, <sighs> Hell in a Cell, man. Yo, let... Yeah, but we're we're going to talk about the rock and right, pie and not look. say Poontang in the fucking same like, five-minute block. There, yeah. True. True. Um, Scott says Apple. The uh, Mike says Jim, it's the cake podcast. We're, one, we're the cake bosses. <laughs> oh, god, there's um, a place around here. Was that up in Sands? Is that the cake boss? Yeah, it's the place up at the yeah, Bethlehem Sands Bethlehem. Cake they, have the, bouse. They, they have the cake boss place. Have you tried anything from there? I have not. I did, I did like the beef jerky outlet that's also at the Sands yeah. Bethlehem. Oh, is that the one out in New York? Kind of see, and this is how you no, bait Sands Jim Bethlehem into talking about food in for Bethlehem. More. Well, no, there's I don't know that's places where around Jesus here. Was born, but Bethlehem, but there's also like a beef jerky a outlet in New York. Yo, beef jerky is my life. I love oh, it's like a whole beef jerky outlet. Yeah, yeah, there's one in New York, it's closer. And it's closer than the Bethlehem area. Yeah, considerably okay. closer. I mean, less traffic probably. Right. It's near. It's like near. It's Have near you a driven to York? Yeah. I guess it depends what part of York. It's it's near the B Dubs and the. Okay. Yeah, that is considerably closer. Yeah, to us. it's close enough. To okay, it. but beef jerky is good. But hell in a cell. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. <laughs> top to bottom, th- th- this was one of the better pay per views in in a while. I'm really tempted. Really tempted. Oh, here we go to make it the the pay per view of twenty eighteen pay per view so of the year. I ninety five percent of this this card 
was fire. It was. Fire. It, it, it really was a, a fantastic show. Um, what, what was the 5% that you didn't like? We'll get there. Okay. I mean, we're, we're not, we're not going to go match to match. That's it's, fine. You know, I'm sure we'll talk about you know, it. But we, we will get to where I know that you were probably very upset. Oh, karate kicking, um, karate kicking, Viking beard, Brock Lesnar sticking his effing nose and stuff that doesn't belong, ruining my life. Are blowing you, out the microphone. That's the five percent. That's the five percent. Wow, that was the literally. Have I loved. A, have you paid attention to? I loved Tim's disdain for Brock. I Lesner. loved everything about the show, and I even loved the Brock, or the Braun, and Roman match because it's exactly what it was supposed to be. I did not expect Brock to be there. Brock did his part too. What they did was not bad. It was great. The fact that Brock is back—that's my problem. Like. Brock, for me, just is it go Brock, away. Is it Brock being back or Brock in the title picture and you're afraid he's going to end up with the title again? Yes. That's that's the problem. Yes, because he shouldn't like, be like there. Like if, if Brock came back and say, you know, it, you know, got himself involved somewhere with like Dean Ambrose or got himself involved with kevin owens you wouldn't have an issue with that it's it's right because he wouldn't be with the title correct okay i just i wanted to make sure that that was clear right like i have no problem if brock lesnar is going to be utilized in such a a manner that it can elevate other people on the card except except for except for like the three people he ends up working when he's universal champion all right uh i'm gonna i'm gonna address a couple of things that that scotty is, is putting into the comments here because i've seen this argument made all week and i'm going to address why um, it's not a fair argument to make. And it's a point that we've made on the thing before. He says, how can a cage match, uh, specifically a hell in a cell, end in a no contest? He goes, Mick gets thrown off the cell and continues the match, obviously 20 years ago, um, but he gets pepper sprayed and doesn't continue. Well, first off, for Mick Foley, there's 20 years of difference. Yeah, he's about... He's, he, a, he's a broken... He's, he's more broken down. He's 20 years older and all of that. He's now, trying to watch that new hip, too. He's moving around correct, really good. He correct. ain't trying to ruin that. Brock Lesnar's a shit kicker. Now, let me interject here real quick. If you watched the 20-year anniversary special about Mick Foley, he addresses the fact that 20 years ago, we didn't do what we did, and we didn't know what we knew about body and taking care of your brain and things like that. He said, I got thrown off and the match continued. That doesn't happen today. He wasn't shitting on it, but he was saying the state of the WWE and the knowledge that we have about preserving your body, Mm -hmm. the, the match will not continue today. Absolutely. However, let's look at this from a kayfabe standpoint, because I, I get people are trying to make the argument that Mick Foley got thrown off a, a cell, and you know these guys got a couple of F fives and got hit by a couple of chairs and a table, and they couldn't get up. Um, well, first off, if, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna go to the Mick Foley got thrown off the cage, and he continued the match, if that's going to be your reasoning, why? What happened on Sunday isn't okay. Get him, Jim. Stop watching wrestling. Get him. Stop. Get him. No, seriously, stop. Because if Mick Foley, who is more shapular like us than most of the guys in the WWE, then if he can get thrown off the cage and continue, and he can fall through the top of the cage and continue, why would a rock bottom win a match? Why would a pedigree win a match? Why would, uh, what's Ambrose's finisher called? Dirty Deeds. Why would the Dirty Deeds finish a match? Why would a spear finish a match? Like, if you're going to apply the guy got thrown off of the cage and continued logic, then everything else that happens 
in the forever history of time, unless it's like a gunshot wound right. to the face, right. like it, it's you're, it's all it's all moot. There, there's no point in in continuing watching if you're going to use that logic. Yeah, and it goes back to the point that Pritchard's made on his podcast. We've reiterated here: stop applying logic to an illogical situation. This was this match. I feel like you make that argument more than we. I'm with him. I just want to be clear about that. What's I'm, that? I got your... The applying logic thing? That, yeah, yeah. And, and, and in this particular to... argument, like you cannot def- deny the fact that Mick Foley got thrown off the top of a cell. I'm not no. denying it. And a long time passed where people attended to Mick Foley, whereas a Dirty Deeds is a bam, one, two, three finish, and that's the end of the match. A Roman Reigns spear is a spear, finisher maneuver, and then a one, two, three finish. So, like, you throw somebody off the cell, and 15 minutes later, the match resumes. I don't think you can can can, can look at those two and and make that argument. Where did the Where did the Ryan who said he was going to say like three words all show come? Where did he go? I just wanted to step up next to Jim <laughs> on the soapbox. All right, I like uh, it. Though. Let, let's try Matt here again, just to make sure he's with Matt. Are you with us? Can we hear you? Uh, I'm with you. Hey, Ooh. 18th times the charm. Sweet, nailed it. Um, sweet like. Okay, all right. I, 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 I see where you're going with it, that's Ryan. My, that's my... Um, you got hot... Look at that Andy Weinberg is here. I told you, we got to have him call in sometime. It is, it is great decoration. Talk about his uh, presidential um, run. Okay, so Brock Lesnar, who's you know one of the, the, the biggest, strongest, baddest motherfuckers in the planet, yeah. kicks the door through the cage and literally destroys a table and chairs on the back of these two guys. Right. And, and they're down. Like... If, it, if, it, it's a cell. Yeah. You keep saying cage. Sorry, it's a cell. It's a structure. If They're saying hospital now more than ever, by yeah. the way. Yeah. And it was a new structure. I mean, it was, it was red. New. It was red. It was red. And I didn't hate it as much as, as I bitched it's about not, it going It into. was not as bad on camera as we thought it would be. Right, because there's people in the audience, and there was, ooh, surprise, surprise, red lighting treatment in the background, so the cage just kind of blended in. <laughs> and also, there's a camera in the cell, so... You yeah, don't we, even really tell right, that it's red. <laughs> right, that helps that as well. And there's just general, like, uh, you know, darker show lighting versus lit up arena lighting. But right. regardless, either way. So, so Lesnar can kick through a cell and, and and wear those guys out. Like, if the two guys can't stand up, and again, we're we're this is the, in this match. Like, if the two guys can't stand up, then the, the how can you continue the match? Right. Like it. Like what I hated more is that people seem to not bitch about the fact that they were down for the entire time we had the shield and the Ziggler right. stuff. Right. Nobody cared about that. Bingo. They were down, and there was, like, tiny moves there. Like, there wasn't anything I mean, great, like a Brock Lesnar wearing him out with the, with the, with the chair or F5. Time out, Andy. We, we would welcome you to this studio at any time. To, uh, I would talk happily, about your I would happily sacrifice my chair. Absolutely, we will. We will uh, get into discussion about that, and we'll make that we have happen. the red carpet ready to be the, real soon. The last time I've ever seen two wrestlers lay down for such a long period of time for relatively nothing, you have to go back to Survivor Series. The Survivor Series Sting came back when yes. Dolph and Seth took a nap okay, yeah. during that whole Sting and Triple H. But like yeah, we were we when we were watching when we were watching this this Hell in a Cell match, when you know all of that Shield stuff's going on, I'm like, so why are Braun and Roman just not doing 
anything. Because 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 that's what they were supposed. Like to. I get, it. they got to put the camera on that's what's what happening on top of <laughs> yeah. the cage and except, but like. Why? Like, you're going to get mad at, at guys that can't get up after getting their asses kicked by Brock Lesnar, but you're totally fine with them just like, I imagine they're just like sitting and like sipping like tea or something in the middle of the ring like, during that segment. Like, can we go now? Can we go? Is it go t- can we go? Can we go? They're just looking up at the stage going, is, it, is Brock coming? Come on now. Is Brock coming? Like, you know what I mean? It, the only it, time I recall people laying down in the ring that much was the Edge and Lito sex celebration. But um, oh wait, uh, but that oh, was in, that it? was on a bed. Oh, where is it? Oh, where damn is it. it! That was all right. Damn Bob, it. just the Bob one. Fuck it. Sure, why not? Bob Marley. <laughs> to answer damn someone's it. question oh, here earlier. This is a slight delay. That's slight all right. delay. That's all right. Um, we're the slightly professional three count Thursday podcast. Slightly. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Uh, and and share it so all your friends can join in the fun. Tonight. The slightly professional podcast of the millennium. <laughs> and 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 here's the thing, like, you don't have to like Brock Lesnar. You don't have to hate Brock Lesnar. You don't have to even be indifferent about Brock Lesnar. But but I I think the thing that 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 kind of blew me away the most in the aftermath of this show is so many times we hear that WWE's too predictable. We see everything coming in this and that. Nobody saw Lesnar coming back and kicking the, the cell in and uh, laying waste in the ring. I mean, there was a point, a part of me that was like when his music hit, I was like, ah, and then I was like, mm. right. I feel like that awe was like, damn it. I owe Charlie a pint of beer. I mean, now. that's fine. I will <laughs> happily. But you know what I mean? Nobody saw this coming. And then they all were waiting for Baron Corbin's music to hit. <laughs> You know, then, then yo, I was so ready for Baron Corbin. Then, then just, there's just then, then there's just anger on, that damn it that you know what wasn't uh, predictable you you didn't like, but you know, it's just I I again I love the show top to bottom. I, I did. I, I even loved the ending. I I, I thought I thought it was great. It caught everyone by surprise. Um, you know, and I don't know ultimately. If this means Brock is going to get the title, I hope he doesn't. Let me. Put, I don't think he will. Well, let me put that on record, and I don't think he is. But he, but um, I I I love the surprise comeback right. that we didn't see coming. That's always a cool thing. Um, and 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 in that. in a time when Lesnar had become stale, right? I mean, like that like, when the music hit, it was you know, and, and I did chuckle at this as well. You know, when the music had hit for Lesnar for the last couple months, he actually was being booed because I think people were tired of, like, you know, Lesnar just having the title and not showing up. When he does, we know he's just going to win the match and continue holding the belt anyway. Where here, just the the amusing part was his music hit and that freaking roof blew off. Right. Because, Charlie, we're going to get to it. So, you know, I I enjoyed this show um, and, and I enjoyed the moment. What I love the most about this entire event was the unique finishes we had. Mm. Like, amazing what happens in a card when the finishes and the finishing sequences are fire. Yes. Becky and Charlotte was fire. The Raw Tag Team title finish was fire. The Joe AJ finish, fire. Like, it is so refreshing to see, like, 
spots we haven't seen in a while or haven't seen at all. I know we'll get there eventually, but you also want to talk about fire. The end of the AJ Almas match on Tuesday night SmackDown. Holy shit. Still one of the coolest sequences I've seen in a very long time. Those guys uh, deserve serious credit as well. I love how people were shitting on the notion just mere weeks ago when like rumors came out that Almas might be winning the Rumble. And everybody's like, no, he's not ready. No, he's not ready. He's not ready. No way. And like one solid match. Everybody's like, I could see this. Well, let's be fair. Um, Not only has he had solid matches his time in NXT, but even since the call-up, he's had a bunch. But like he showed on, on Tuesday night that he can absolutely be ready for that spot today. I mean, sure. you have to go back and like one of the bangers on SmackDown this year was on Andrade Cien Almas versus Sin Cara. Yes. Yeah. That was no, a, absolutely. That was a banger and a half. But I want to go through chat really quick. Um I know it's going to derail us just a little bit. No, but we're I, good. But, we'll but I think it's time. but I think it's a good question. Um, Hold on, time out. Matt, ahead. just your your assessment not necessarily even grade yet of uh, show and, and main event match. Well, I think this will come as no surprise. I loved it. Yes. Wait, did you Stop say? Did you say no surprise? <laughs> <laughs> that was the build up there. I, I, I thought it was great. I thought every single thing that the only match that kind of lost me was the Rousey Bliss match. Yeah. But other than that, I think. I think top to bottom, solid show. And even that match, I wouldn't say it was bad. It just, I don't think it was as good as the rest of the matches. There was something, there was a match that had to, like, when everything was so good, something was going to end up being worse than, worse than than the others. Like, something had to bring the crowd down. And, like, we were like, oh, as soon as AJ and Samoa Joe went on, I was like, oh, this is what's going to bring the crowd down. And then I was wrong. I mean, it sucks that the Raw women's title had to be that match, but it's set up for a really good sell match. Um, for for me, I, I I honestly thought that the the I don't necessarily even want to say like worst, um, but Maurice and and Brie wasn't great. The in ring interaction, the story told right yeah. with the match right. is great. Um, the finish to that was a little floppy, Joe. Yes. But I think overall that for what it was, I mean, I didn't go into that with high expectations anyway. Sure. Knowing the two on that side, like yeah, neither- Bree and, and Maurice weren't really didn't have me thinking this is going to be an A plus match. And, and, and I don't think anybody is is ever going to have like Maurice as their number one like female wrestler of all time. Well, like, probably not Marie. In Marie, her, definitely. In her prime. Stop it, Ryan. Just, in her prime. <laughs> n- no. Maurice was great. Maurice was hot. I don't think she was a great oh, wrestler. Come on, man. I don't think she was a great wrestler. She was, she was, she was okay a, in her she, prime. She was a great professional wrestler. She was a great sports entertainer. Okay, well, that's what we're in. Okay. I, I, wow, just, Jim pulling out the sports entertainment. I, I, just, I mean, I'm just I'm calling the spade a spade. Jeez, um, fine. But I feel like that match was exactly what we thought it was going to be. Yes, but the story told was brilliant. So got him off the hook, <laughs> Tim. Uh, to the to the question you were going to uh, you were going to hit from the from the windows to the wall from the windows to the wall. So it's it's a bit of a homer question. One of my buddies, Chad, he's in the chat. First time first time viewer, 
first time listener, he's enjoying it. Welcome, and Chad. just if you've been paying attention to Chad, he's like he used to be into wrestling, and he he's been out of it for a while. And he asked a question. He asked that um, as someone who's trying to get back into wrestling, uh, do we have any advice? Um, and this is something we could also crowdsource to like the chat too. Um, if you have any advice, like what, what would be some advice you would give someone? Pay attention to Twitter. Yeah, wrestling Twitter <laughs> is wrestling Twitter is toxic, much like everything else on the internet. Um, and literally, like the same thing as a child applies to today. Like, find the characters, find the wrestlers who interest you the most. Like those larger than life. Yeah. Like whether you're if you're if, if you whatever you're into as far as like action wise, there is someone for you. If you like big dudes who hit people real hard, we got that. If you like little dudes who fly around a lot, we've got that. If you like dudes who can just technically outwork anybody, we have that. Like if you like guys that flip other guys with their penises, we have wrestling that. We has have that, that as well now. We yeah. have you covered top to bottom. And that would be my advice. Like, maybe the WWE won't be for you, and that's fine because there are so many other choices of professional wrestling out there. Um, beyond just Impact Wrestling, you have the New Japans and and the Ring of Honors. You have great, great independent wrestling. Tim, I would hope that, that you'd invite him out to an excellent show. I would invite him to come to an Atomic Championship wrestling show. Yeah, I mean... Uh, if you're local. I mean, if not, let us know where you are. We'll find a company I, near I know, you. I know where he is. I mean, there's definitely a ch- uh, out in, in Hampton Roads area. There's a promotion called Vanguard Championship Wrestling. Yep. There you go. They, there are, they do a lot of good stuff out in Norfolk. Yep. Um, out of, I believe they still run at the... Oh, God. It's like a Orthodox Hall. Um, but... They've been there for quite a while. Really cool venue. It's like a three quarter. It's a it's an actual theater, three quarter seating, stadium type seating. Okay. And they have like a ramp that comes from the stage. Thanks to Bruce Pritchett, I always pronounce it theater now. Theater. <laughs> That's just something that um, I picked up. I mean, you know, oh, NXT. I forgot NXT. Yeah, I was say for Jesus. me, like like my advice, um, you know, is to you know take advantage of the fact that you can. Subscribe to the WWE Network and get a month for free. For free. Absolutely for free. You know, dive back into some of that stuff that, that you enjoyed from back in the day. Um, and then, you know, check out some uh, some NXT takeovers. You know, I think that that is, a, that is a great thing because I think they do a good job at, you know, having some story and some gimmick, but they have great wrestling as well. That'll kind of get you that, you know, indie tie, um, you know, to, to some of the great stuff beyond the WWE world. Um, then you, you know, then you can, you know, tune in to, you, you'll get at least one pay-per-view you can go back and watch Hell in a Cell from this past Sunday, like, which, you know, as hard as it is to believe sitting here, we're all in agreement was a really, really good show. So check I'll that. Even, out. I'll put my name behind that. Yeah, and right. Matt. I mean, Matt's probably the biggest like, critic. That's, like that's yeah. fucking crazy that 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 I that all four of us that were sitting here, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So you know, it, you know, invest in the network for at least a month. Yeah, and by the way, Vanguard Championship Wrestling runs at the at the Masonic Temple in Norfolk. I mean, when you say invest, free is free. Right, invest, invest some time. Oh, invest sure, some yes. time. Free you know. is absolutely for me. And like, there's definitely 
ways and ch- like chat and chat if i had only known that you were a wrestling fan i would have had this conversation with you before the podcast mm-hmm, but fine. let's like, have it now yeah let's i mean that's well well first of all welcome like yeah. that's that's fantastic yeah and, and welcome aboard or welcome back aboard i mean hell mike says uh, epw uh come to sellersville so if you're ever up this way mike's got an invite that he'll buy a beer and you guys can hang out like i got a good group of friends welcome. they hang out in chaos corner uh you can hang out with mike and and shane and, and Mandy and the whole lot, they're gonna take care, take good care of you. The French fries are great. The beer is cold. What's the so uh, comment from Steve there? For some reason, my iPad cuts it uh, off. Steve says, as someone who goes in and out of watching, I say uh, just watch an episode. Look up who's still active uh, that you know, and and pick the show and uh, more common names uh, that you remember. So yeah, I mean. Especially now, like we're seeing uh, Shawn Michaels return to. to I was going to say this, this is like, this, this is, is actually a probably time. a great month because at uh, Super Showdown in Australia, uh, and you don't have to watch it live, but you're going to get Undertaker versus Triple H with Shawn Michaels and Kane right. in opposite corners. Yeah, um, which is probably going to be setting up for something in November. We'll get there, <laughs> but um, you know th- this is actually a really good time. And then even later in October too, when we have Evolution, I mean, you're going to see women of the past women's as well. wrestling from the past. You're going to have the Litas and the Trish Stratuses and and all of you those. Say Delitas? The the Delita. the, the, the Litas, oh. not Delitas. <laughs> okay. um, Charlie, it's on Granby Street. I didn't know you were from Norfolk either. I'm I'm originally from the seven five seven. So dang small. Look at this. Small world. I love it. Yeah, it's right on. It's on Granby Street. So was it that that and MCIS? Not to be forgotten. There? Also in November is the release of the Marine Six with Shawn Michaels. Yo, so, that jank yo, looks fire. I'm even ready. more things to get excited about. Yo, I really want. I have not seen a Marine since the first one. Okay. I really want to see Marine Six with Becky and Shawn. And the Miz. Oh, good! For I you. will be buying it the day it comes out. And Tim, that digital copy is yours, my friend. I give yes. Bang! There it is. I finally got one. There it is. Tim, Matt, there it is. How many? Uh, how many Marines have you watched of the five that have been released? Three of them. Okay. Your least favorite one, the Ted DiBiase one. I had never watched that one. So oh, I watched okay. the first one with Cena. Yeah. And then I watched four because Summer Rae was in it. Oh, and then I was oh, like, well, I'm in now. So I watched Rae. five and now I'll be watching six. How many have you watched, Ryan? I've watched the the one with the TV. Oh, really? He watched, he, wow. watched not I, a, he watched not another Marine movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great comedy spoof. Summer Rae had a big forehead. Yo, come on, man. She did, man. I mean, Relax. we're not, we're just being honest. We have big bellies. She had big she forehead. Had big like, forehead. Um, like Sasha Banks is like. Speaking of John Cena, let's talk about Cena real quick. Yeah, speaking of Cena, I'm gonna cut you off. Thank you. Put you in a rest hold real quick. So John Cena's living in China now. Really? Yeah, like John Cena posted China. He posted a video today of like he's he actually said he's living in China and he took it took a like a YouTube video through like a grocery store in China and the grocery store is underneath the shopping mall in China. Nice. Well, how they cut that dead weight Nikki can do things like that. Come on, (laughs) come on, man. Come on, man. Seriously, you had to hurt me like that. You just you just. Just hurt my life. See, Mike gets it. He goes, "Summer Ray." <laughs> um, I know what that uh, was. It's not a. Oh, well, oh that's uh, not. That's not an upset. No, that's, uh, a, that's a good one. Oh my <laughs> B. <laughs> 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 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the soundboard's just going off tonight. Jesus. Everything is. Um, and this goes for people in the chat as well. So yeah, watch Hell in a Cell. Um, give, this, give Hell in a Cell a grade for me at uh, Solid A. Solid A. Ryan? Uh, yeah, dude, absolutely A. Matt? Just to be me, I'll, I'll give it an A minus. Okay, but hey, you, we, we we got we got you in the A letter. That's uh, that's good enough. Uh, that's good enough for me. Um, all right, I don't even know what the hell's next on the uh, wow, on wow. the agenda. Ooh, wow. um, the lawsuit. Yeah, the lawsuit today. It was uh, it was announced a federal judge in Connecticut has dismissed a lawsuit by sixty former professional wrestlers, many of them stars from the 80s and 90s, who claimed that WWE failed to protect them from repeated head trauma, including concussions that led to long-term brain damage and uh, you know conditions such as uh, dementia and CTE. U.S. District Judge Vanessa Bryant in Hartford threw out the lawsuit Monday, saying that many of the claims were frivolous or filed after the statute of limitations expired. Stanford-based WWE denied the lawsuit's allegations. Uh, Bryant also criticized the wrestler's lawyer, Constantine Kairos, uh, based in Hingham, Massachusetts, name. for repeatedly failing to comply with court rules and orders and ordered him to pay uh, WWE's legal fees, which could total hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yikes. Uh, among the plaintiffs were Jimmy Superfly Snuka, Joseph Road Warrior Animal, uh, not to be confused with Real World Animal. The Real World Animal. Uh, Laurenitis, um, Paul, Mr. Wonderful Orndorff, Chris, King Kong Bundy, Paliz, and uh, Mr. Fuji, I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Oh, please, Fuji, Fuji-san, his his, Fuji. uh, his real name. Um, you know, there was many others, obviously, in the lawsuit. And like, was that the one Demolition was wrapped up in? Probably, I think they were involved in that. Um, Wasn't that also like the one that like a lot of recent dudes were? Yeah, wrapped I, I up believe into? so. Yeah, I think you know, it, it like encompassed... the Ravens and yes, yeah, yeah. I think you know many others. Um, you know, here's the thing. Like, it's obviously a very unfortunate situation. It's a sad situation. Um, we've seen this with football, mm-hmm. um, with uh, which I think that that case they eventually settled out of court. Uh, there's a pending one with the National Hockey League. Like any any sort of com- contact sport um, that results in any sort of head trauma, this and that. Like, it, it, it's a unfortunate situation that um, there's a, there's a lot of ill effects of that that are now happening to you know to these um these individuals later in life and i'm not even talking like 70s and 80s i'm talking like 40s 50s i mean right. jim the anvil who just passed away uh a, a great episode of talk is jericho natty and and tyson talking about um jim the anvil and, and you know natty opened up about uh, um the alzheimer's and things like that 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 Nightheart was dealing with I'll a lot have to of go it, back and listen you know to goes it. back to i mean he played football but also the wrestling. So, right. um, you know, it's, 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 it's sad. It's unfortunate, but in the same time, you, you can't go reverse time right? on situations like this. We know a, a lot more now than we know back then. It goes to the Mick Foley thing. Like we talked about a little yeah. earlier, like today that match would have ended right. like the minute first off, he's, he's probably not getting thrown off the cage like that. It's a cell. And if there is, if there is Sorry, off of the cell, off of the structure. And if there is, you know, there's precautions that are done at the bottom of the landing. Well, right. Yeah, that I mean, was like, a straight up just fucking wooden table. Well, yeah. But I mean, he was like, it was, it was like just a, a, a grab and chuck as opposed to like, you know, Shane McMahon at, you know, WrestleMania, you know, kind of fell, you know, you know, and there was a crash pad. And like, you know, so we, we've, we've seen spots like this that were obviously more controlled than that one. I mean, a couple of, you know, inches or a foot either way, 
and and it, it probably has a lot uglier result than than what actually happened. So um, you know, unfortunately, you can't go back and change time. Um, it's 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 sad that these guys are dealing with a lot of these issues, but um, you know, th- they did them. The you know the, 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 they were all a part of it, and you know we we didn't they didn't know then what we know now. Right. I mean, science is like that now. I mean, you got to remember like. No, no real like fault of anyone's own, but like doctors used to endorse smoking and like head trauma isn't what it used to be. And like, I mean, childbirth isn't what it used to be. And like, there's a lot of things. Unless you're one of them Duggars. Right. (laughs) They just come out full grown and just (laughs) get a job, kid. There's a hot dog down a hallway. Just slip and slide them kids right on out. But um, either way, like things have changed. I mean, and also too, not only has the science changed, but the the people have changed too. I mean, I talked about this recently, but like, or not a couple episodes ago, um, the wrestlers in like the seventies and eighties were like failed athletes. They were they were bodybuilders who were trying to make more money. They were football players. players, and and so like wrestling, it was like, oh, this isn't like I could do football. This is wrestling. Wrestling can't be as hard as football. And they may have ridden themselves hard and hung themselves up wet. Wrestlers now so more in tune with their bodies. Sure. And athletes are too, to the point where you talk about like not to cro- not to cross over too much with some synergy for the the Huddle Up podcast. But like the the controversy with Vontae Davis retiring in the middle of a game because right. of knowing his body and regardless of whether that's right or wrong i mean right. it talks it talks about it's, it's the, the, the knowledge, knowledge of, of hey i don't want to hurt velvet myself talk, or anybody else red velvet talked about it like yeah. she no no one knows her body better than herself exactly. and no no athlete knows their body better than themselves so that has changed one of, i think one of the famous most famous sports pictures ever taken was um that was halftime of the first super bowl and the Chiefs quarterback is sitting in the locker room with a Coca-Cola and a smoking a cigarette. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, 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 like semi-pro. Yeah, it was a, it was a very different world. My dad, we traded you for a washing machine. Like my dad remembers like, you know, Hershey Bears players in the, uh, you know, in the 60s and 70s going out like cause there was the locker room. And then there was an exterior door out of the old Hershey Park arena and guys would would go out and smoke during intermission like in their uniform so like it's it's a it's a much different wild wild world yeah it's it's as a whole it's it's completely different ryan matt any 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 take on this no (laughs) okay also no all right um, Three word Ryan is back. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Um, the WWE. I was, just, I was just looking at some comments. Up. Um, poor Andy Weinberg th- thinks Keystone Wrestling and Lancaster folded tonight. <laughs> poor guy. He's yeah. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, it folded. Good, good, good. It night, did KPW. fold. Um, is that another? Is that another sinkhole in the middle of Lancaster? Might as well. Be. Yeah, it might as well be. Um, it actually that that venue very close to the sinkhole that I is. I know. I have to move. Thank you for reminding me. Oh well, you brought it up. I gotta um, go. Uh, the WWE pretty much formally uh, announced, and I don't think they had uh, before at this point, uh, WWE Crown Jewel, which is what, November 2nd? It's beginning of November. Yeah, I think it's November 2nd. Yeah, you know, st- again, airing here on a Friday like last time. Which is uh, fine. Uh, from Saudi Arabia. But, you know, the it was announced that because of what happened on, uh, uh, you know, at Hell in a Cell and the... 
the beginning of Monday Night Raw this past week, but the main event, or one of the main events, I guess, uh, at, at Crown Jewel. We have a three-way match, Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns uh, for the Universal title. Um, so, you know, and, and but the, there's been a couple of other rumors yeah, that, circulating around this that event. That promotional poster, there's a big giveaway of something that's... Oh, that's, I don't know that I saw the poster. So there's a promotional poster. It's, it's WWE Crown Jewel in the top left, and then it's um, Braun, Roman, Brock, and then to the far right is that green flower logo, okay. and in the middle of it is a trophy. Oh, okay. Okay. So, the, yeah, the, I, I guess the, they're going to do some sort of trophy this time. I would bet money that the name Crown Jewel, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a one-night King of the Ring tournament. I'd be down for that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, but there, there's there's one rumor that, that's been uh, buzzing earlier yeah. today. Uh, it came out. Um, I saw this logo. It says World Cup. The oh. WWE World Cup. Okay. It's, and, again, I don't know if this is a... An official logo, or not? But that's the exact. That's yeah, the exact that, poster I saw. Okay, yeah. So yeah, some sort of trophy. Uh, but according- you know, it's it's cool that they have like shiny trophies like this because the women can at least shine it up and they can have a job for this show. So that's cool. According to PW Insider, WWE is considering bringing Hulk Hogan uh, along mm-hmm. to the uh, to the show November second uh, in Saudi Arabia. Not unlike. The greatest Royal Rumble show, Saudi officials have made a request to see certain superstars, and Hulk Hogan is reportedly one of them. Uh, however, PWE, PWI reports, you know, PWE, uh, PWI reports that a chunk of WWE's locker room is still reluctant to accept uh, Hogan's retru- retribution tour, and that will continue to complicate things. Of course, we've heard Hogan go on the record and, you know, kind of talk about the brotherhood of the locker room and why they're not accepting him. And we've seen, of course, and, and you know, really supported the, you know, the New Day statement and um, Titus O'Neil statement and other people have spoken right. about it. So there, there is a little bit of a mix here. Time is going to heal that wound way longer than a written apology writ- absolutely. read absolutely. to the entire locker room. Like, absolutely. And, and you know, I, that I, I, I believe that there is a, a place for um, – you know, forgiveness in, in this situation. Um, but again, it's, that's not anyone else's place. No, no. And, and, yeah. and it's up to right. everybody in their own time to mm-hmm. get to that point as well. Like if there are people who are on board, awesome. If there are people that aren't, that's fine as well. Um, in terms of the WWE, um, you know, possibly bringing Hogan to this. Um, you know, here's the thing. You know, I can believe it, it, it from the Saudi prince who wanted Yokozuna right. and like exactly the dude with the crown and dude with the cowboy hat and like you know, so so ultimate warrior and from from for this standpoint for this show, um, honestly, I, I I don't think I really have a problem with it, um, especially given the fact that it may be, I don't know, somewhat safer, better, whatever. I don't know what the exact word should be. I think it's absolutely safer. The WWE can just say like. The Saudi guy wanted it. We didn't. That and the the fact that it is airing on a Friday afternoon here in the states, you're not going to get as many people on it than for than a Monday Night Raw or a regular pay per view. So Brother. this may be you know kind of the best option to you know bring Hogan back for his first shot. I mean, it wouldn't. It's a very low risk as far as out like like backlash 
from it as far as like a, a from the fan perspective, because everyone in Saudi Arabia is going to go banana right when the Hulkster comes out. Um, and like, yes, you will have people. I know people in particular who when he decides to when he rolls out, they will happily turn their television off and sure. not watch and then wait until that segment is over and then go back to it. But isn't that what we tell people to do? Like, if you don't yes. like something, just turn turn and turn it off. That's fine. Don't watch it then. Yeah. I like, mean, and, and don't let it... If you, if you like it, don't fucking watch it. Yeah, simple. Yeah. And, and if you want to, and if it ruins the whole experience, then stop watching. Or if it doesn't, then just don't watch that segment. Right. It's that right. simple. It really is that simple. Yeah. And like... I mean, it goes back to like, I, I, I jokingly say about it, but if you have a problem with like the women not wrestling on the show, just don't watch the show. Right. It's right. That simple. Or if you're that offended that, that WWE would make this business deal, then don't watch WWE anymore. Right, there's plenty like, of other options. Right, right. Like, I mean, everybody kind of has to draw that line for themselves. Yeah, it's like convictions. Like, there's no one person that's going to say what's what is what you're supposed to feel. I mean, we're all, I think we're all adults here. Like, we don't have parents who are. Have you seen wrestling Twitter? I mean, yeah. adults are not. We don't act Adult- like on wrestling Twitter. Physically adult, mentally, emotionally, <laughs> still 13. That's fair. And whether you live in your mom's basement or not. That's fair. Figure it out. Just figure it out. Yeah, some some people need to be absconded from their mother's basement. Oh, stop using big words, Matt. So here's uh, the deal. Like, Crown Jewel is what, the 13th? November 2nd. Pay-per-view oh, here yeah. on, on in November or in October? Yeah, it's... It- <laughs> There's two in October, two in November. That's kind of my question. Is is it almost getting to overlook? And I get like with Super Showdown and and even with Evolution and and stuff like that, you know, you you can choose when to watch at any time because we have the network. But like, is it it almost too much or, um, you know, I I can't remember who I was talking to. Somebody this week said um, that the, if you're a casual viewer, that them kind of booking things for multiple different shows at a time may be like too confusing for you. I could see that. I, I mean, we did we did last year have two pay per views every month, right? Well, and so I, I guess this is just kind I of followed it. Oh man, that was too much. I feel. Yeah, I, I actually, I lot. actually I love this got format much better. Yeah, I actually do so too. much so that like having an extra show two months in a row, I'm kind of like, geez, tap the brakes, WWE. Like, oh, I love me, you. It but, gives me something to do on show, a work Friday afternoon. But though. at least, like, think of it this way, though the wait, the, wait, the oh, show the shows that we are getting, the events that we're getting, are event non regularly scheduled events. I mean, we're getting sure. a, we're getting a gigantic show in Australia, the first of its kind. Right. We're then you following called like a super showdown. Almost, yeah, the right? the super showdown. Right. Um we're following that up with WWE's first ever all women's pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Right. And then we're following that up with the sequel to The Greatest Royal Rumble, which is um Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel. I was going to make a um the Grand Budapest Hotel reference there oh. um but matt might have got that. matt would have got it but, i got it i, yes. I appreciate that yeah. yeah so i mean it's not like wwe went well, out in survivor like, series which is which is you it, know a, it's a big four yeah. regardless sure, of whether it's the like the fifthest of the big four it gets an it gets a takeover yeah it, it gets a takeover so it's a big it's a and big one. it's gonna be undertakers i think 
Survivor Series. He's coming up on three decades of destruction. Um, if, so if he's not, if he's going to be at, if he's going to be at Super Showdown, and then he's also going to be in the Saudi Arabia show, you're not going to just roll that like, bag of bones out for Survivor Series. I feel like too? I'm just going to take what you say with a grain of salt because you really, you really burned me on the Baron Corbin thing. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I really, I really wanted to be right. This theory, though, is a lot more plausible. Thank you. That's fair. That's yes, fair. And the, it's less and, of a shot in the dark. And, and that, that's kind of been the buzz is, is in this week's Wrestling Observer, uh, Meltzer has confirmed. Again, you got to... What the hell oh, was I heard that? Something. Confirmed. Um, you know, you, you, you got you to take a Meltzer confirmation with a grain of salt. But this one does seem very plausible given what we've seen and heard. Not only on WWE TV... Uh, recently, but uh, even if you listen to interviews with Shawn Michaels, you know he said he he can't go out and have a match, a a HBK quality match with an AJ Styles, but he is open to the idea of a tag match. Well, here we go, Super Showdown. You have the Undertaker versus uh, Triple H, and you have Shawn Michaels in Triple H's corner, and the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels are verbally sparring. Then Taker comes out this week and says, yeah, Kane's going to be in my corner. Did you see how much the WWE is donating to Knox County to get tr- to get oh, Kane, yeah. to get Kane to go? I didn't see. Is there a number? It's $100,000. Oh, they are um, donating $100,000 to Knox County, Tennessee. Let me take your mayor for two days, three days yeah. maybe. Oh, it's more than that because it's 20 from Tennessee to Tennessee to Australia. I don't a, know. Directions. That's a 23 hour flight. Okay, so three and a half days. So did, does that like extend to his like prior commitments? Because he's supposed to be in Hunt Valley, Maryland in a couple weeks here. I think those, those same rules apply. I think those are, I don't think like HorrorCon is donating $100,000 in this county. <laughs> but I bet, well, no, I bet his booking, not, but I'm, I bet his booking fee, he, I bet Kane is giving his booking fee to Knox County. Like, okay, I could see that, right? He's a man of the people. Um, but the, you know, the, the, the talk is that we will get a Triple H and Shawn Michaels versus the Brothers of Destruction at the Saudi Arabia show. Uh-huh. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm a hundred percent on board with it. I, I, I am. It, it's cool. Like how long does it take to get to Saudi Arabia? I, I like that you said the Brothers of Destruction and not, not DX. DX. Yeah, I noticed that too. Oh. Well, how many times did well, Triple we H... Had, we got Paul Levesque and that Hickenbottom guy. <laughs> we got Tara Rising and, <laughs> Wrestling and, and, and Rocker Sean. Rocker Sean Michaels? Sean, there he is. <laughs> but how many times did Triple H and Shawn Michaels kick each other in the dick and break up DX and get back together? And... Um, the Undertaker killed his parents and set Kane on Fire. Yeah, they're still brothers. Twice. <laughs> brother's going to fight. Yeah, brother's going to fight and I mean, light many, each other on fire. How many times do I like Sean on fire? Yeah, yeah, I put my brother on fire tons of times, man. Do you have a brother? Come on, don't tell mom. Just no. Light yeah, me on see, fire. We'll be it, even. Then. Light me on fire. We'll I'm be an even, only Sean. child. Ryan, you've lit your brother they, on like, fire. Naturally. Didn't they backtrack and say it was just an emotional burn yes. anyway? Yes, they absolutely did. So I've emotionally burned my brother alive. Tons of time. I, I think most siblings have emotionally burned each other yeah, at some point. Exactly. Like when True. I when I beat my brother in a fantasy football championship on Christmas Day last year, I'm pretty sure I emotionally lit him on fire. And then when I made Snapchat things with the filters and a, and it was amusing to me, and he got really pissed off. 
I still show those to him. So like it, it is a it is a constant circle. You're a bad friend and an awful brother, Jim. <laughs> I probably I, <laughs> I probably appreciate am. you, Jim. Okay, so you're gonna have I think I think Undertaker and Kane would look at you and your brother, Jim, and just shake their heads and disgust. <laughs> it's like those, the guys, of those guys are fucked up. Doing. I gotta go. Like, these guys have problems on Christmas. So you have Degeneration X versus the Brothers of Destruction there you go. coming to su- to the yeah, uh, I like that to the Crown Jewel. And you know what, man? Like it, it it still cracks me up that like around the time that we started this show was when The Undertaker lost to uh, Brock Lesnar for the streak to be broken, and we were talking about, well, this, this is probably it for The Undertaker. <laughs> and here we are four and a half years later, and not only are we still watching The Undertaker, we're talking about The Undertaker and Kane versus Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Like, yeah, like... Fucking bizarro world. We've already ruined The Undertaker's perfect retirement. Let's just ruin Shawn Michaels while we're at it. And and I I, I guess that 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 lends the next question. And I saw I think it was uh uh at PWP Nation on on Twitter today asked the question like, will you lose respect in any way to Shawn Michaels to to come out of uh, come out of retirement and do a match here? And to me, no, because like, you know, he even admits like I can't go out with. AJ Styles or Seth Rollins and, and but, have... But you know he could. You know he could. Look, man, they said the same thing about him in 2002 when he came back no, from the broken back. No, I, it, I think it is different. For I think, one match, you didn't. You don't think that he could lace it up in the, the, the shape that he's in, and he's still by the ring. Like He's still just as much a part of wrestling as he was before. Like when he had his back surgery, he was training kids and he was doing all that. Now he's at the PC and he's doing finishing school with the NXT boys and girls. Like Sean is just as much invested in the ring. He could come back for like one good program and a WrestleMania match against Seth or AJ. If Seth can have a, a a decent match, I was about to say great, and then I caught myself because it was only great because Sting was in it. But if he could have a decent match with Sting at Sting's physical level, yeah. But I, I, I'm Sean is way thing. better than Sting. But uh, you know, to, to the to the point of, um, you know, I'm fine with with, with Sean being like, look, I, I I'm not going to go out and have a singles match. He doesn't think he he could go to that level, whatever. And may, maybe he ends up doing it. I don't know. But like, to to me, like you know, doing this tag match thing is a little bit different than you know, I'm going to be Mister WrestleMania one more time. Like, because I I don't I don't know if he could be that. But but this sort of a situation with these four guys in in you know on one of these special event shows, sign me up. I have I have absolutely no problem with it. I have no. I will not lose any respect. Uh, for Shawn Michaels for this, and, and quite frankly, if he wants to do it, if he wants to come back and have you know one more singles singles match, hell a singles run. I don't freaking care. It, it, it's it's the same thing I've said about the Undertaker. If there's a, a couple of guys that can make that decision for everything they've they've put into this company, Shawn Michaels, the Undertaker, Triple H, and you know whether you you really think so or not, I think Kane is one of those guys too. These guys have been a part of this company for so long that. You know, now Shawn Michaels should, probably should not win the WWE title. Like I'll say that John Cena's probably Correct. in that. In that, Cena, Cena's Cena in that. Yeah, Cena can go 
Um, Randy Orton. If, when, probably... and how long he wants to. But, like, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm not going to I just thought it was a silly question. I'm not going to lose any ounce of respect silly, for Shawn Michaels for silly this. Bullshit. I'll say two things on this. One, not – I mean, it was leading up to WrestleMania 30. I think all of us were kind of hoping that the Daniel Bryan versus Shawn Michaels storyline would end in a match between Absolutely. those two. And I think that Shawn Michaels could absolutely go with Daniel then, and he could absolutely go with a Seth or an AJ now. Someone that could carry him a little bit, but he's not going to be sucking wind to the extent. And if I didn't lose respect for Shawn Michaels after he made that awful, awful Christian movie that he did, <laughs> I'm not going to lose respect for What was the for name him. of that movie? What's Eating Gilbert I've Grape? I wiped it from my... <laughs> the, the Exorcism yeah, of Emily Rose? That's actually really close, I feel. Something about some glass, Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Something about Todd Glass. Oh, it was something like... <laughs> the, the, the miseducation of Lauren Hill? No, it was... Shit. Somebody in the comments. Someone help. Scott, Scotty asked, how much is the Saudi prince paying for HBK, Kane, Taker, Triple H, and Lesnar? Scotty all doesn't know. $525,600. All of it. All of the, all of it. Like the WWE is just going to keep, ca- you know, cashing checks off of this Saudi prince. And I'm totally fine with it. Ka-ching, 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 um, as long ka-ching. as that check don't bounce, I'll take the... I'll yeah, take Charlie the says, how many times did Funk or Flair or Foley come back for... Just one more match. HBK has held up his end of the deal and stayed retired. More or less than a key retirement concert. Charlie says, I don't want him back. Oh, that's fair. That's his opinion. Um, Scott says, uh, Taker in 2018 has wrestled more times than Cena and Brock this year. Let that sink in. That's true. Yeah, and there's also a lot of guys that wrestle every single week. That's what makes wrestling really freaking awesome. The resurrection of Gavin Stone. Big Dick uh, Devin coming through. Big, big <laughs> Dick Devin coming through. Big Dick Devin with your Christian movie logic. Here it is. Let me jump in Devin, here. Real... Have you seen the movie? I want. Was it? I want to see. Was it, it higher than a D minus on the rating scale? Answer in the comments. Walmart had it for a buck ninety seven last Black Friday. That's all I'm saying. That's expensive. <laughs> That's way too expensive. <laughs> They should have paid you a buck ninety seven for it. I did, I did pick like it up because I'm like ninety six more than I'd want to. How bad could a buck ninety seven be? And I, so I bought. It. I never I watched would totally, it. I totally want to watch that movie now. I feel Maybe like we'll we do a watch along. I was gonna say I feel like we should do we a watch along for, for Patreon. There we go. There's a there Patreon watch along. You guys want to do it? Head over to Patreon.com/slash Three Count Thursday. Drop a couple of dollars. And uh, we're going to do a little watch along with the resurrection yeah, just, of Gavin just, Stone, just to cover the cost of the film. Of that, the film itself, yeah, the, yeah. There you go. We won't even talk about the, the the trash food we'll be eating during this watching. And Scotty said that the movie was trash. Devin says, "I don't know. I didn't watch the movie. I saw the trailer. I knew it was going to suck." Hey. Yeah, he got his, his big dick instincts. Ting. <laughs> 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 let me let me jump in here real quick because I just saw this yes. and I didn't see about this yes, before. Please. Um, so new wrestling, which is Northeast Wrestling, you guys they, they put on some pretty big shows. Yeah, I don't know if you guys had heard this, and I know uh, a certain listener, uh, Charlie, is definitely going to be in tune to this one. Um, but the mid, uh, I'm sorry, the Mid Hudson Civic Center that's in uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Poughkeepsie, yeah, Poughkeepsie, Poughkeepsie. Uh, there, Poughkeepsie, New Poughkeepsie York. Day. Put on a pretty big show, November the 9th November ninth. November, November 9th. ninth. It's got Darby Allen. Okay. It's got a PCO. He's not Jeez, human. Um, he's not, not human. Did you see the gif of him power bombing a dude fucking out nuts. of the ring to yeah, the floor? It's fucking crazy. Silly. Yeah, that was Chikara. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, JT Dunn, great indie wrestler. Uh, Rob Van Dam. How did you just roll? Rob Van Dam. Um, it also has uh, Phoenix Ray Phoenix. 
Okay. And uh, a rare occurrence, uh, Kenny Omega. The Kenny Omega. I think those in, two in, are head to head. Yeah, Mike Phoenix said in versus the Kenny Omega. Wow. Yeah, that's. Uh, they have meet and greets for sale now. You can buy the meet and greet. How um, long of a drive is it? Is that a Friday? I, I I don't know how long of a drive it is. I've seen how long it is to their normal shows, like in oh, Connecticut. Damn it! That's the night I'm seeing Bert, 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 Bert. Let's take our shirts off. <laughs> I'm not gonna take my shirt off. Just um, watch his Netflix special and just sell the tickets on stuff. No. I didn't. I didn't like his Netflix special. I yeah. loved Secret Time. Yeah, really. Go, go ahead. I want you to go. Um, did you watch Secret Time, Jim? I didn't because I'm going to see him in a, in a month and a half. Fair. Um, I want you to go tell that idea to my wife, and I want you to stand there and take the hit that you're going to take. If That's you fine. Say it to her. Kicks oh, well. to the balls and hit with ironing boards. I mean, I don't want. She that. will go red velvet on you. I don't want that. <laughs> um. All right, this past weekend, uh, Matt Hardy posted on social media a video outlining his future. He said, quote, there's been a lot of speculation for quite a while online if I'm going to be wrestling any longer or not. And WWE fortunately let me fulfill all of my advertised commitments. But here in Corpus Christi was the last advertised commitment that I had. It's time for me to go home, to be a father and a husband. Uh, I did so much more than I ever imagined I would do in this industry uh, thanks for making this incredible journey with me, ladies and gentlemen. I love you all. I never say never, but here in Corpus Christi is most likely the last time you will ever see Woken Matt Hardy in a WWE ring. I've got a wife and two kids. It's time for me to go. Time for me to go home. Um, right here. Right here. <laughs> Corpus Christi. Uh, just a couple of, obviously, uh, you know, career highlights. He was the uh, PWI Comeback of the Year in 2017. Him and uh, Jeff, he was a two-time TNA champion, two-time TNA tag champ, uh, Ring of Honor tag champ, ECW champion, WCW tag champion, WWE cruiserweight champion, three-time Raw tag team champ, U.S. champion, European champion, hardcore champion, a six-time WWE world tag team champion, and of course he won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal uh, earlier this year. Um, so, you know, a lot of accolades, obviously, um, you know, oh, he I didn't and hear Jeff... about Rusev in there. What? You said the accolade. Stop it. Um, uh, obviously, the, you know, the Hardys Wop. and the Dudleys and Edge and Christian, Wop. you know, really kind of changed the way we look at tag team wrestling. Um, you know, the, the, the broken universe in TNA um, just was absolutely incredible. Uh, and, and the fact that he, he brought it to the WWE was really cool. And, and they gave him the... Uh, creative to do that um you know could could this be you know is this a for real uh you know i know he said you know this is the last time you'll ever see woken matt hardy so does is there a matt and jeff match down the future possibly but two things two things one one he said woken matt hardy he said woken matt hardy two matt hardy is king of the internet he it is. happened on the internet i don't believe it <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, like, like I, I do believe that he is hurt. I think, I think that he is going to step away from the ring, and I think that he is going to be an agent like he has already been, and he is not going to wrestle for a while. But if you don't believe that we're going to get Matt and Jeff Hardy again one more time before they both call it quits. Yeah. Yes, you, I think you're they call dead it quits in the head, together. Fred. I, I do. I think that there will be uh, some sort of tag match, and I think they will uh, call it quits together. Uh, Scotty says here, and... and this is uh, pretty pl- your favorite Matt Hardy moment. Boy, as much as I like shit on it, the broken deletion was so fun. It was so fun to watch. But probably like that WrestleMania 
tables match or the ladder match or whatever it ended. I mean, the one that like, was before like the official TLC right, match. Right, the, the, the first was it one. WrestleMania 2000, 2000 was, was the triangle ladder match. Okay, yeah, that, that one uh, just, just changed the, the, the game. Tim, your, your favorite Matt Hardy moment. That's tough. That is real tough. Um, I would have to say that my fa- one of my favorite Matt. I have to go with one of my favorite Matt Hardy moments um, is going to be when um, Matt Hardy was trying to cut weight to become the cruiserweight champion. Okay, during that time and like. I think it was early 2003, 2004, uh, early 2003, I believe, where he was just like drinking banana juice and like wearing like this, the sweatsuit jumper to like wick the sweat off of him. And he had Shannon Moore, his little MFR running around with him. That was a Great good one. stuff. His, his, the program with Ray and um, Ray and Matt Hardy, V1 was, was tremendous. Matt, how about yours? Uh, I think my favorite would be um, their match against ENC at No Mercy 99. The the finals of the Terry Invitational Tournament. Correct. (laughs) Um, There are a couple good ones here in the – in the comments, uh, Charlie said Matt and Edge during the Love Triangle. That that one is really good. Yeah, one of my favorite squash matches of all time was that match at uh, SummerSlam, where like in the match goes like four minutes. They're like legit beating each other up, and then Edge drives Matt face first into the top of the ring post, and they call it. It was great. Yeah, uh, that, that was a lot of great stuff. Scotty says his favorite. Uh, was when he and uh, Jeff returned at, at WrestleMania 33. Uh, that that's that's a, I'm going to put that one for me. Um, you know that is what WrestleMania is about. Those that moment, those moments. Yeah. You know, and you know when the that tag match was was starting and the New Day came out. I'm like, oh great, you know the New Day are just going to insert themselves into the match and they're probably going to win the title and we're just going to have to deal with more New Day stuff. And you know when when if you would have told me at WrestleMania 33 that the Hardy Boys music would have hit and it would have been the biggest pop of the night, I, I probably would have laughed at you. But man, you know that music hit. The crowd went bonkers. The delete chants were huge. Like it was, it was like the epitome of a WrestleMania moment. It really was. So you know, for me that that one sticks out. And maybe it's just recency bias. I don't know. I almost think that one's very special because the night before they were in Ring of Honor. Yeah, like the. Just the absurdity of that, in my mind today, is just the wrestling industry is so cool, right? Like now. with yeah, like with the so with cool. the exception of like a Jericho that we've seen this year. Sure. Like when when have you but ever dude, seen that sort of moment? Every time I see that, it's so cool. It's like God, it's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. No. Uh, you know, ab- absolutely. It was uh, it was quite the moment. Um, I think we we kind of touched on I think the biggest stuff uh, from Raw this past week. Um, you know, SmackDown. Of course, we got the the announcement that. At uh, Super Showdown, it'll be The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. The winner gets a sh- a future WWE Championship shot, um, which, I, I you know, it's it, the progression of this storyline is great. I, I, again, going back to Hell in a Cell and what we've seen in the build-up to that match, um, and this is just the continuation of it. Um, you know, the, I think this is the next step, and I think, you know, you can see this play itself out. 
through the Royal Rumble, through to WrestleMania. Like, I think that's where the last chapter of this story is told uh, at WrestleMania 35 in, in New Jersey. So I, I'm on board with this part of it. 100% agree. Indeed. All right. Um, the stuff with Rusev and, and, and Aiden English, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with Aiden getting some sort of a push. But, like, I, I, I get so bummed out every time I think Rusev is going to get, like, a title win. Yes. And then it just doesn't happen. Just doesn't happen. Like, is it ever going to happen? No. If it hasn't happened yet, I don't think so. He's a bridesmaid. That sucks. So. Yeah. I mean, he's so good. He's so smooth. I mean, that match with him and Nakamura was really good. I mean, even the tag match at Hell in a Cell yeah, on it, the pre-show with New Day was really good. It's, just a, it's a fucking bummer. Like, it really is. It really is. Like, yeah. Okay. So, Matt, do you do you uh, concur with uh, with that sentiment that, that it's just never going to be Rusev time? Yeah, unfortunately. I, I would really like to see it happen. I think it would be amazing if it did, but it just doesn't. Like, they've had so many opportunities where the crowd would have just popped, and if they haven't used it yet, then I don't know what they're waiting on. Um, and then uh, uh, Andrade Cien Almas and AJ Styles. Um, are, are are we are we talking about a match that is 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 cracking into people's like top five matches of the year category? Is it mm, is it to that level, or no, is it just like no, it was holy good. shit? This was a surprise I, I burner you, on a SmackDown. I think you could call it like top five TV matches. Okay, you put this it. in Japan, five stars. 12 stars. 12 stars in the Tokyo stars. Dome. <laughs> but solid, like it was it was really solid. Like SmackDown again, of course, like knocking it out of the park. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Really doing their thing. The coronation ceremony at the end, the main event, terrific. So good. Yeah, like it was SmackDown really, is rolling I really, still. I really wanted to hold off on the Becky winning thing. Like I did not think that needed that, to happen. That surprised the shit out of me. So I, really I thought did. that was... Uh, I thought that was uh, going to happen at Evolution. I really did. So when when Becky won on Sunday, it was like, wait, what? Hold on. I mean, Evolution what? is a mystery. <laughs> um, and 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 here's here's something that that I thought I would never say. And and Matt, you're gonna you're gonna be struck surprised on this one. Is um, I love Becky Lynch right now. Like I never had an issue with her from a wrestling standpoint. Like you could clearly see how good she was. But um, for me. I, I didn't really care for steampunk and smiley orange hair. Like, I just didn't. And she has made me care over the past month, month and a half. There's room for you on the uh, bandwagon. We'll, we'll scooch yeah, over. Welcome aboard. There's never, it's never too late, man. Like, she's, just awesome. She's so good. And maybe maybe it's the heel thing. And I And I've always been more... Heel driven than face driven. Like once you have me on board, like uh, I'll, I'll probably be with you for a long time. Like it's gonna have to take me a lot to jump off. Um, but like I, I just couldn't get Actually, on board. Gravity will just take hold and your ass will fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, man, it, it yeah, I'm I'm totally on board with Becky. That that coronation Mike, segment, Mike. You're absolutely right. That theme's got to change. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, 100%. I thought the theme was going to change on SmackDown, I, I, I did like, um, I mean, has she not? She hasn't had the steam in a while. because no. She hasn't had the steam in a, forever. For some reason, I just really noticed it on Sunday, and I was like. Yeah, yeah I I'm guess kinda, it's a pyro thing. 
and and I was and I was totally fine with it. Um, but uh, yeah, SmackDown again was the awesome, the yep, better show, show this week. Um, PW Insider is reporting Rey Mysterio has signed his deal with the WWE that will see him under contract with the WWE for two years. Wow. Uh, he was attempting to get an eighteen month contract, but WWE wanted a two year deal, uh, which is what they agreed upon in the contract. He has a clause. That will allow him to give notice at the 18-month mark. Um, now he's just waiting for WWE uh, to bring him back into storyline. Uh, I'm fine with it. The dude seems pretty healthy right now. Um, you know, I think he he would be a great addition to either roster. Um, SmackDown better than than Raw, I would think. Better suited for him, but I think he's I think he's fair game on either roster. And I, I'm interested to see how they get him back in. I think if you have him for 18 months. You flip him nine and nine. You put him on SmackDown. You put him on Raw. And I'm fine like, with that. And you 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 highlight him against like the the stars, <laughs> like him and Daniel Bryan, him and Seth Rollins, him and CN, him and um, AJ, him and AJ, him and oh my God, him and Cesaro. Like, uh, it's like I just want Cesaro to wrestle everyone. Sure, and yeah. Just, I just want Cesaro to wrestle. It seems like it doesn't happen a whole lot lately. But it happened on SmackDown. It did. It did happen on SmackDown. So you guys can can book Ray any way you want, and you don't put him on 205 Live to get more eyes on that? Do that as well. I'm fine I mean, with that. I, I like the 8 and 8, but I'd, I'd rather see like 2 on 205 Live and then 6 and 6 or something like that. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Fine, like, I fine think by you need me. to sell that 205 Live. That's and, what Charlie said, Ray to 205 guy. Live. Oh, yeah. You oh, can bring him in and dude, like absolutely. start him at 205 Live and like... Like have that match. Like I'm not saying like him and Leo Rush, but fucking wow, him and Cedric, sure, him and Drew Gulak. I mean, like right. I mean, literally everybody. Gulaks, amazing. You have to tell, Um, Matt. Your 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 thoughts on uh, Ray returning? Uh, I I actually would like to see him be in 205, just because I love the talent that they have there so much. But like Ryan said, they need more eyes on it. So if you're going to bring him back. That seems to be the ideal place to put someone like Ray because he's not going to do a whole lot for the main roster, Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, and I also really like to to talk more about Two Hundred Five Live. Like, I really hope that they make the the the, the changes they've made now to the Wednesday night lineup yes, on the network yes. is a banger. It's Two Hundred Five Live at seven, NXT at eight, and the May Young Classic at nine. Like. I mean, obviously, May Young Classic is is temporary short for this world, but, but even then, like you can still you make can do- it NXT two hundred five live at eight and nine yeah. after the May Young. Sure, like I think two hundred five live is best served. Yes, on its uh, own day, yes. not I agree immediately after SmackDown. I agree. Yep, I agree absolutely. Hundred um, percent. Speaking of things after uh, SmackDown, uh, the Mixed Match Challenge returned this week. Uh, of course, we have the new format with the, uh, some round robin happening before the tournament takes shape. Uh, Kevin Owens and Natalia uh, fell to Ember Moon, who was replacing the injured mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss um, uh, and Braun Strowman. Uh, AJ Styles and Charlotte defeated Naomi and Jimmy Uso. Uh, and, and to the Alexa injury, um, PW Insider is reporting that Alexa's arm injury is legitimate but considered minor. Uh, no word on if she will return for any portion of the mix match challenge. So we may see this uh, Braun Ember Moon uh, team continue. Um, but the match with Trish versus Alexa Bliss at Evolution is still being advertised, and as of now, 
is still on. So um, I, I and quite frankly, I mean, I don't know obviously who who is maybe you know playing to be winning the mixed match challenge, but um, I'd say just keep Alexa off of this, keep her safe, get her ready for. Uh, evolution yep, and Trish totally Stratus. Agree. I yeah, think no that'd be the better idea. Uh, in terms of viewership, the live broadcast for the Mixed Match Challenge this week did uh, a peak of 52,400 viewers, uh, which was down 61% from the Season 1 premiere nice. uh, in January that peaked at 135,600 viewers. Um, but again, we're talking... Oh, no, Tuesday night there isn't football. I was thinking uh, there'd be football. Wow. But, um, again, it, 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 it is it's what it is. One. But uh, next week... Um, I feel like they're also making you commit to a much longer viewing period. Right. Well, I mean, I think it's... Dude, I can watch another match, sure. Compared to, do I want to tune in for another half an hour? Well, I mean, that's true. That's such an observation. But I mean, if you think about it, Monday Night Raw, you're tuning in to 11.15. And that's fair. And here you're only tuning in to 10.30. That's like, fair. I, you're right. Um, next week, you will see Bobby Lashley and Sasha Banks versus Gina Mahal and Alicia Fox. Uh, and you have The Miz and Asuka versus R-Truth and Carmella. Um my favorite thing about the Mixed Match Challenge right now is that they're naming every team. Yeah. 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 It should have been T Rose Gold. Monster Eclipse, Phenomenal Flare, Day One Glow, and what was the other team? I feel like they're not naming them. Was just, it Team Pause? Bits of their mind. Yeah, yeah, Team Pause. Yeah, Team Pause. Uh, Scotty, I did not watch Total Divas yet. Uh, that's probably what I'll be doing while I'm. Uh, you know, editing audio and things tonight sure. uh, and uploading audio after the show. Uploading audio. Um, but uh, I did not catch the season premiere last night. Um, and the only other thing I have uh, for tonight is a, a injury update on Jason Jordan. And unfortunately, it is not a positive one. According to Mike Johnson of a PW Insider, there is still no timetable uh, for Jordan's return. Um, and here's a quote from the report. It said, I heard there is no time frame on when Jordan will be returning to the ring, if at all. Uh, that's why they got him backstage working in production. Apparently, uh, the neck is a lot worse than they thought it was going to be. It's not good. No, that is, it, it's unfortunate. Um, you know, it, it's, I'm glad that they, uh, you know, are, are seemingly working into production. I know, Ryan, before you got here to the studio, Tim and I were talking about it a little bit, um, you know, I'd be hard to think that they would have him like producing things for like Raw or SmackDown. You know, maybe he's working on, um, you know, maybe some main event stuff or something to kind of get his feet wet there. Perhaps. But, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's, 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 it's a crappy situation. The guy had a, um, you know, what seemed to be a, a pretty great uh, future in front of him. Um, but again, we get, we go back to those things. Like, I mean, it's just wild to think like his dad and his neck injury, Kurt Angle. And like it, it, it hit his son now too. It's just, it's just wild to think that. It, like you it, don't think neck injuries are typically something that like hereditary, but you never know. You you never do know. But you know, this isn't a sports show. But what the fuck is that? The Cleveland Browns are getting pretty close to a victory here, boys. Wow! No way. Yeah, I got you. To- just jinxed it, but folks. <laughs> If you're a Cleveland fan, you can thank Big Jim for the collapses. Big happen. Jim Sports. You can also block him like everyone else does. Your poop emojis to add Big Jim Sports. Well, hey, while you're looking up the uh, the the Browns game here, real yeah, it's quick, 20, I, 21-17 with a minute and twenty one left to go. Uh, Cleveland uh, 
New 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 uh, the Jets. Jets. Jets had the ball uh, driving downfield uh, interception. The they just intercepted it. That's what I'm saying. Is I was I was no, giving the, the lead to over. the interception. The game's not over. The Browns could figure out a way to have Brown this. I mean, they're they're four points up with the ball and a minute and twenty left. It's the Cleveland Jets Browns. Have all three timeouts. Oh, they oh yeah, the, I got there. It the is the curse <laughs> of Big Jim looming over their heads. There's also part, the curse of Big Jim. There is part of me that kind of hopes that uh, that, that that I did just curse. <laughs> Real quick, let me let me talk about wrestling. Well, I think it's on a commercial. Uh, we talked about ACW last week. Their next show. I want you guys to put this in your calendars. October in the thirteenth. It's The Chemicals Between Us, which is a great Bush song, by the way. Um, Sahara 7 returns to ACW, taking on Trixie Tash. Colby Carino taking on Jimmy Lloyd. Jimmy Lloyd. Uh, so that'll be really cool. Uh, Casey Spinelli taking on Brittany Blake. Uh, Riley Shepard, uh, Lady Frost. We have Tess Valentine uh, squaring up with Veda Scott, who's still one of my absolute favorites. Um, champion Victor Benjamin taking on Bro Keller. Uh, Twisted Tate. Is wrestling uh, Nick fucking Gage? So you don't get to see Nick Gage. Wow, uh, uh, you know, in, in this area, I don't. God it's not a death match Tate, or anything crazy, God. but uh, there's that. And then we have the championship for the Rogue Women Warriors. It is Lufisto uh, taking on Kimberly, and Damn. there's probably another match or two that's still going to be added. Chemicals between us, Saturday the thirteenth of November, of October, Jim. Of October. Don't rush this any faster. Sorry, sorry. I forget what month we're even in right now. Christmas is tomorrow, kids. <laughs> Happy New Year. Have a holly jolly Kwanzaa. <laughs> nah, don't do it. <laughs> is, this, is that in Stevens, Ryan, or is it? That is rebirth? in a Stevens, Pennsylvania. Is right. that Steven? We're, we're going to be in Stevens for the rest of the year. Okay. That's what I was about to ask. Come on out and hashtag support independent wrestling. Absolutely. And again, we, we, we always say this. Uh, if you head over to 3CountThursday.com, check out the upcoming independent show page. Uh, but if you are, uh, you know, not in our region of the world, which is, uh, you know, the central Pennsylvania, mid Atlantic, all of that. Um, if, if you're somewhere and you say, you know, I want to check out an indie show. I don't know where a company is near me. Hit us up. You know, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All of them are at three count Thursday. That's correct. You can email us three count Thursday at gmail.com. Like, you know, hit us up. We will do our absolute best to find a company as close to you as possible because it is important to get out and support independent wrestling. Uh, we believe in that very much. Charlie, I don't know where Kimberly Page came from. It's just Kimberly. Yeah, Kimber. Kimberly. The former Abby Lath yes. of, of NXT, correct. I don't know if Kimberly Page is still in the business, though, if that's what you're asking. I, 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 I would. I doubt it. Look at that. Browns fans yeah. are hugging. They are in tears in Cleveland, folks. Here's the awesome thing. We, you maybe get some free three-count Thursday because we're not going to go off the air until this is over. Yeah, here we this go. This is exciting stuff. This is exciting. This is like fucking New Year's, but but better. We're on a slight delay. But better. But, you know, but... Are we on a delay? We're on a slight delay here because streaming is always behind. Right. But the... Uh, the no spoilers. No, yeah, no spoilers. Um, so the people of Cleveland are a minute and 11 seconds, a timeout by the Jets, of... Uh, Potentially getting some free beer, some free oh brewskis. Oh goodness, yes. The uh, the Bud Light, the Bud Light promotion. So I mean, you Good get free the, beer, I, but it's I don't Bud want Light. a team to win more than the Browns. Like I'm a diehard. Is it just fan. in Cleveland, or is that everywhere? Just in Cleveland. Oh, it was shit. like they give away beer like for there's the Eagles. Browns fans outside of Cleveland. I would buy a jersey for the week I've had. I would. FedEx a jersey here if for I got free, one. I just feel like buying a beer is cheaper than buying a jersey. Tim, I don't I'll, know, man. I love Baker. Tim, I'll Mayfield. give you a beer. 
when we get off the air. I can't believe okay. you don't. You know what? I have a Browns jersey. You have a Brady Quinn jersey. I don't have you? a Brady Quinn jersey. Did I sell you that? Oh, I, think I, bought, I, think, I think I bought I a Brady Quinn jersey. I think I sold you that after Brady Quinn was no longer a Brown. From Big Jim at like a yard sale. In my something. in my anger and frustration that my Brady Quinn dreams were uh, getting lit on fire. Is that the first down? No. No, I think he's short. Oh, no. Oh, no. So it's fourth and one. Jets are going to use I their... I think that's uh, a really nice spot, too. I feel like he was tackled and rolled. Yeah, I, I think I, they'll I think move that. him back a yard or two. So we got we got fourth and two. Yeah, so they moved him God, back a yard. Doesn't Sam Darnold just look like an idiot? I'm just, probably to listen to you guys like talk about this game because I'm way ahead of you here. On, <laughs> on what's actually God, but doesn't doesn't Sam Darnold just look like the next Manning? Yeah, no shit. Big you forehead, mean yeah, Manning, big forehead, big forehead, gaping mouth at all times, like. <sighs> just, uh, uh, he he kind of he kind of has the look of. Do you remember in SNL in the '90s when um, Phil Hartman, rest in peace, um, played Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> Fire! All right, so uh, who who's the kite? Look, who's the, like the, the guy? The main character from Mask. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I got yeah, I got you on there as well. All right, so here's the part. Mask meaning like not the Jim Carrey mask. No, no, not the mask. Mask. What a fucking punt. Great punt. Backed him up to like the three and a half, four. It's fantastic. This is fantastic. What a, what a moment. Is that Dustin Colquitt? I believe so, yeah. Nice. The Colquitt. He was my punter in uh, Madden 2017. Love Madden. Madden's fantastic. Um, I like the Browns end no, zone. No, he's with not. The, with the, with the, with the, the vertical it? stripes. The stripes? It's classic. It's very it's classic, classic looking. look. Here, here comes, comes Darnold. The pain train's here, baby. Like, here's the deal. I want the Browns to win so badly for the Browns. I also want to see the Browns blow it every single game. Get close right, and just right. not it's, it's, do it's, it. It's, it's both sides. Like, it really I just, is. I just know that I go to work tomorrow, and there's a diehard Steelers fan at work, and it's going to chap her ass to know that the Browns got their first win before the Steelers did. Yeah, that actually would be kind of cool. <laughs> That would be kind of cool. All right, here we go. First down, the snap. Darnold back in his end zone. Oh, we got a pass. He's out to the 30. Down to the 31. No timeouts, though. That clock's Got to go. Got to clock it, kid. Come on, kid. Matt's already sitting there going, this game's over. Yeah. Although, we're on a delay, right? We're on a delay. And they're on an even longer delay when you're watching it with us. Oh yeah, because you're yeah you're right yeah we're we're super so we're not getting here. any spoilers. All right, here comes Darnold. We're not giving spoilers. Oh, oh was that a fumble or Sweet an incomplete pass? I think they ruled it an incomplete pass. Very generous of them. But if it is an incomplete pass, it should probably be intentional grounding. His knee was down. Oh, that man's down. Look at that clock rolling. How does that work? Do they restart the clock then? I think they have to as soon as... They would have to. Yeah, his knees definitely Meanwhile, we're down. waiting for this ruling. Head over to 3CountThursday.com. Check com. out our whatamaneuver.net uh, merchandise. Uh, we got what the... What a maneuver. What a maneuver. Uh, we got the uh, the belt logo. We have the 3C F&T logo. And you know what? That that deal still still what? out there. Yo, you got a baby? You got a baby? Baby can or a st- child? Can you steal a baby? No, stop it. We're not. In, do, you, do you know no, someone? No, no stealing baby. Turn his microphone Just off. borrow it, a baby. No. Throw the 3CF. No, stop it. It has to be your baby. 
Um, you're talking about a wrestling fan having their own kid. Okay, we don't want to insult the people that watch it. Right, like that that literally is the thing that happens. Like wrestling fans have kids. There's four of us here. <laughs> Sans children. There, believe it or not, there's a lot more than four wrestling fans. Okay. Okay. About us. It has to be your kid. What? No. Child, Look. 10 and under, preferably a baby. If you know the name of the child. God damn it, Tim. And you put it. Well, I'm trying to get this. Trying- Mary, thank you. Thank you. If you know the name of the kid. Stop it. Stop yelling. Um, what did you have- say Gene Snitsky for? Oh, stealing babies. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Speaking off. of which, Snitsky was like, good. hey. I might try out for the XFL. I don't know if you guys saw that. Really? He said just, about it. Why just not? Just borrow somebody's baby and okay. put it through Tim, stop it. Oh, there's you, the guy that because Hutton his gut moves up and down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But if you have a baby and you buy a 3CF&T onesie or a child with a 3CF&T t-shirt and you send a picture to us, I will either buy you a What a Maneuver uh, merchandise. buy that pe- kid a beer. Would you stop it? We're not telling kids to drink. I didn't tell them to drink it. I said we're going to give it to them. Right, yeah. Tim said he would buy it, and then Tim would probably just drink the beer himself. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy it. For, I would drink it in their honor. Twenty-nine seconds, nineteen seconds, second and twelve. Brown still winning. Um, so Baker Mayfield, I will drink. buy you a, a piece of our What a Maneuver merchandise, or I will buy you something off the uh, uh, Collar and Elbow Brand store, which you can also go to store.collarandelbowbrand.com. Use promo code three count. All right, Darnold in the backfield. I have to fix something. Is that a pick? That is a pick. The Browns are going to win this game, folks. Unfucking real. The Cleveland Browns. Unreal. The Cleveland Browns. It's happening. You know what? Go follow the Cleveland Browns Twitter page. Let's call it a night. Absolutely. Go to freakoutthursday.com. Make love to your girlfriend in the Mrs. Honor. <laughs> Matt, quick, before we uh, before we go celebrate Cleveland. Um, who is the... Woman of the Week this week on our Instagram. Woman of the Week this week is our guest from tonight, Red Velvet. Make sure you go to our page. Give her a follow. She's earned it. And follow along all year. Woman of the Year contest is still running. All right. Very good, Matt. We'll talk to you next week, bud. Yep. Have a good one, guys. All right. That's going to do it for us. Congratulations to the Cleveland Browns. For picking up their first victory since December of 2016 tonight. Wow. Uh, make sure you're following along with us. Check out our home network, NGSCSports.com. Uh, you can uh, make sure you follow along with all of us. Tim's not at not the tool man. He's got the Twitch channel. He's got all of that. Check him out. He'll tell you about it. Uh, again, just follow us. Head over to 3 thursdaycom Home network, NGSC Sports. Go to uh, PlayQB54.com. Use promo code podcast to get 20% off your order. Again, playqb54.com promo code podcast to get 20% off of your order. We will talk to you guys next week. Charlie's getting married. Congratulations, Charlie. Yes, congratulations, Charlie. And his the uh, fucking bride Browns to be. Win. Denise, congratulations, Denise. Denise. Is that the Denise nice. with a Y? The nice. The nice. Congratulations, guys. And we'll talk to you next Thursday night. Until then, go for the pin. <laughs>